The following program is paid for and presented by John DeMassey. The opinions expressed are not those of Townsquare Media or station advertisers. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Did they just say 29 for the low tonight? Oh, my God, I'm not ready for that. I got to get my winter coats out. I can't believe it. Good morning and welcome to the program. It's Saturday, November the 11th, which means it's Veterans Day. And before we start the program, happy Veterans Day to all those. And, of course, a salute to all the current members of the military, past members of the military, and those who made the ultimate sacrifice for us. And that is, of course, giving up their life for the American cause. A salute is what we uh, can do and what we can say, but a heartfelt thanks from all of us, because if it wasn't for you, well, we don't want to think about that. But happy Veterans Day to all, all the families and et cetera, who sacrificed. Again, it is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey, 609. 407-1450, that's the number here in the studio. If you have anything you want to talk about, you want to join in on the conversation, 609-407-1450. want to congratulate Vince Palestina, Don Guardian, Claire Swift on their re-election. Generally, the Republicans, and they did very well in Atlantic County. And the Democratic Party, well... <laughs> They appear to be in shambles. Uh, some of the candidates that they ran for office, um, I, I, well, I don't know. But not so much for the, the, the Republicans, but the rest of New Jersey, the rest of the country. We'll talk later on in the program about the challenges that the Republicans are facing in 2024. Yes, we did well here, and we probably will continue to do well. But... Uh, overall, I, I feel we have some problems and we got to overcome them and fast because we don't want another four years of a Democrat or Biden or whoever they put up. 609-407-1450. Later on today, 11 o'clock, we have Joe Yakovich with our financial fix, our financial advice, our financial everything. Joe Yakovich is the man and he will be here at 11 o'clock and we'll talk to him. We're looking forward to that. Uh, and, of course, your calls at 609-407-1450. I read this headline in the, the past Monday's Philadelphia Inquirer, and I was encouraged. It said, Trump leads Biden in New Pennsylvania poll. According to this article, a New York Times-Siena poll finds Biden trailing former President Trump in a head-to-head -head matchup in Pennsylvania by four points. Even more concerning, if you're Biden, the poll found that Biden trails Trump in four other swing states critical to his re-election. Also, the erosion of Biden's support is particularly significant among some key, Trump, uh, uh, key constituents, such as black, Hispanic, and younger voters. Trump remains unpopular, but is seen as better equipped to handle issues 
like the economy and jobs, which rank high on voters' list of important issues. Overall, Trump leads Biden 48 to 44 percent among registered voters across the six states. And again, they are Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada and Wisconsin. What does this all mean a year before the election? Well, you know, we remember back in 2016, the polls said, oh, Hillary, oh, says landslide Hillary. Well, you know, where'd that end up? You can say that it doesn't mean much except to say that it looks as though Trump is trending upward. Interesting about this. Too old? The survey said that Biden is considered too old, while only 4% consider Trump too old. Now, I believe there's four, there's four years separating them. I believe Trump is 76 and Biden is 80. Not a big difference, but did you ever notice? I mean, Biden seems old. He seems frail. He seems... I, I, mean, I don't even know what, what else to say. Old and frail. And it's just like, if a good wind comes along, you may get blown down. I, you know, But Trump appears strong, and I think is strong. So that's really the difference in these two. But, and I say but, there's the issue of abortion. And that is still an issue and one that the Democrats rode to victory in the 2022 elections. And even in some cases this past election, Republicans have got to figure out a way to show that while abortion may become an issue, the Republican Party does not want to take human rights away. And that is what the Democrats are selling. They did it before. They did it last year. They did it this year. They're going to do it again. Hey, if it works, you know, if 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 I'm a, a baseball player and they tell me that, that, that this pitcher throws a curveball and I can't hit the curveball, well, I better learn to hit the curveball. And that's what the Republicans are facing. Uh, we're, going to, we're going to talk later on. Um, Ohio guaranteed in the Constitution, and, and we'll get the correct wording on it, but in Ohio's Constitution, women now have a right to abortion. So this thing is, is becoming a bigger issue, and in the grand scheme of things, I, I mean, it is an issue, but how many people are faced with abortion? I mean, it's not, to me, it's not as important as the economy, and jobs, and inflation, and immigration, and all of those things. Yeah, it's important, but it's not that that important as the others are. So what I'm saying is, hey, Republicans, you know, get your message, get a consistent message instead of this mishmash of, oh, well, the Republicans are they're going to take they're going to take it starts with abortion. You know, and then it's going to be it's going to be guns and it's going to be this and it's going to be that. I mean, they, they got you thinking that it's, it's going to be a dictatorship. 
And that's another thing. You know, there was a, a, a city council election in Philadelphia. And the candidates, they won the election, the candidates who were running. But part of their message was, we got to get rid of Trump and those MAGA Republicans. Now, you tell me, what does Trump and what does MAGA Republicans have to do with a city council election in Philadelphia? Nothing. Nothing at all. But you see how they all connect the dots. And there was another election in Pennsylvania for Supreme Court. And, you know, the Republican candidate was a very, very fine candidate. But the Democrat won because, again, the fear, the fear of abortion. So all I'm saying is, look, it, it's starting to look better for Republicans now. But a year is a long time. It's a very long time until the election. A lot can happen. And the Republicans got to get this message that, hey, we're not the party of against abortions. Yeah, we have some issues with it, but we're not taking away abortion. And, and that's the key to this uh, next election. With that, we bring in the one and only Seth Grossman, and I know he's got a lot to talk about, and I got a letter, which uh, you got a letter as well, Seth. Um, another disturbing incident in Columbia University, uh, an anti-Semitic uh, situation. So uh, I'm sure you'll talk about that, among other things. But Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, and we welcome him to the show. Seth? Well, thank you. A lot of new stuff posted at libertyandprosperity.com, and I invite uh, everybody to uh, go to it. Uh, and, yeah, the, uh, the elections uh, were actually awful for Republicans in New Jersey uh, as well as Pennsylvania. The, um, I mean, you would never get a better chance for Republicans to pick up. Uh, you have Biden is extremely unpopular. The massive illegal immigrants are extremely unpopular. The crime is unpopular. The fact that so many Democrats uh, are siding uh, with the, um, you know, the group, the Wahhabi bunch that wants to wipe out Israel. So a lot of Jews are having second thoughts. So and it was also a low turnout election, uh, which always favors Republicans. But yet Republicans did not pick up in New Jersey, did not pick up a single new seat in the uh, Senate. So it's still uh, 25 to 15 Democrat majority in the uh, state Senate. Uh, the, the Republicans picked up one seat in North Jersey, but they lost uh, Ed the trucker Durr here in South Jersey. And the Democrats picked up five seats in the assembly. So it's now 51 Democrats against 29 Republicans. And, uh, and, and how did the Republicans mess that up? And, and there are a lot of reasons that you touched on the abortion issue. The, uh, the abortion issue for Republicans has become what the death penalty issue was for Democrats. Remember in the 1980s, uh, the Democrats could not win an election because, uh, They'd be asked, well, are you for the death penalty or against the death penalty? And if they'd waffle on the death penalty, see, they're soft on crime and the Republicans would win. So what did the Democrats do? They backed off uh, in defend, you know, in opposing the death penalty. But little by little, they would make the public aware, oh, this guy was innocent. But they, 
you know, condemned him to death, and, and, and they would go point by point on these little things to win sympathy, and that's how they got around it. And basically, Republicans have to do the same thing on abortion. But what Republicans are doing, uh, and you, you saw this with Vince Palestine and with, with the others, uh, instead of, uh, you know, advancing a reasonable position, the Republicans just pretend it doesn't exist. And, of course, the Democrats will not let this be forgotten, and that's why the Republicans are, are, in, are in the pickle. But anyway, we, uh, we posted a whole bunch of reasons, possible reasons, why Republicans did so poorly in this election where they really should have picked up ground. And I invite people to go to libertyandprosperity.com. You know, uh, this thing, again, back to what I was uh, referring to earlier, uh, we both got a letter from Phyllis in Ocean City. And uh, it's disturbing, not only in Columbia, but the amount of students that are protesting and are for Hamas. And I, I just, it reminds me, and I think it will remind you as well, it reminds me of the 60s and the 70s. The college campuses, all the protests and all the demonstrations and all the, the rioting and all of that. I just don't understand it. Well, I do, because what they've done is they've uh, had this narrative that America is racist, that, the, that whites are colonialist, and this is just another uh, example of, uh, of white people occupying the land of the indigenous people. I mean, that's what they're doing, and that tied into... Um, you know, a, you know, black history and uh, uh, an American history and, and this whole woke history. And for the first time, uh, American Jews who all this time thought they're so progressive and they're on the, the right side of history and, and were tolerant and understanding. Uh, and in fact, just to give you an example, uh, uh, there, there's going to be a uh, march on Washington this Tuesday. Uh, to, where Jews um, from around the area are going to go to Washington to show support for Israel. And there are buses leaving the Atlantic City area at 8 o'clock Tuesday morning. The last time I went on one of these marches was there was a march in Brooklyn, New York, across the Brooklyn Bridge to protest anti-Semitism uh, after, um, uh, I believe, two or three Jews were, were murdered in Jersey City in December 2019. And then you had uh, someone uh, on a Hanukkah party was stabbed to death uh, in a Hanukkah party with a, uh, with a machete. And it turned out that the, that, that the, that the perpetrators were both um, black nationalists who did that. But yet the narrative was... You know, let's march against anti-Semitism. Well, the sign says, fight white supremacy, fight Islamophobia. So now now American Jews are realizing uh, where this is. And I think the key to that uh, is we've got to change the narrative. And, uh, and I, I, I just started this, and I'm surprised there's been nothing else about it. But, you know, all you hear is Israel versus Palestine, Israel versus Hamas. Nobody is saying that Hamas really has nothing to do with Palestine. You're just starting to see some articles, and I posted something uh, on our website, libertyandprosperity.com, that points out that Hamas um, is really what, what we call a Wahhabi group or a Salafist group. And this has been a worldwide extremist jihad by this you know, radical you know, uh, extremist group called Wahhabi uh, against um, Jews against Christians, against Buddhists, against Hindus, 
and even against civilized Muslims. And, uh, and this has been going on for 300 years. In fact, Hamas is an abbreviation, and, and it's Harakat Hamakawama al-Islamiyah. It's called the, the Movement for Continuous War for Islam. doesn't even mention Palestine in the name of Hamas. So that gives you an idea of what we're dealing with. And I, I mentioned it before, but the more I've been reading uh, to do the research for my uh, paper, uh, you had this war against the Wahhabis 200 years ago. You had it in Saudi Arabia. You had it in India. In India in 1857, you had all these massacres. Like, uh, here's a good, uh, I, I guess, Jeopardy question. What's the capital of India, right? Capital of India is New Delhi. And so I was always curious, well, whatever happened to old Delhi? Well, the old, the old city, uh, you had this Wahhabi, basically a Hamas rebellion where, um, you know, the, this radical sect of Islam massacred hundreds and thousands of Hindus, British, uh, Buddhists, and so on. And then the, the British and the Hindus had reprisals against the Muslims. And so what you had, you know, in 1857 in India, exactly what you have going on in Gaza right now. And you had this horrible, uh, you know, death and reprisal, and you had the same thing in Arabia. The Wahhabis of Arabia, you know, went on jihad, not against Christians, not against Jews, but against the Turks, who they thought were too moderate. And so the Turks fought back, and they wiped out the Wahhabis uh, in 1818, where they not only killed all the top leaders, but the Turks came into the uh, Wahhabi villages and killed every single male over the age of 10 years old. So that's how brutal this sect has been 200 years ago. And they are the same exact group with the same exact beliefs today. And that has not come out yet, and it needs to come out. And, uh, you know, hopefully, uh, and, and I just saw some of the mainstream press is actually saying that Hamas really has nothing to do with Palestine. They want to bring the Islamic world back to the dark ages of the 7th century. And we need more discussion like that. Boy, oh boy. It's, it's, it's just, it's very disturbing. It really is. But what else is going on? What, what do you have on the agenda well, today? Well, well, our top priority is, is our teaching calendars, which uh, thanks to a sponsorship of John DeMassey, uh, were printed <laughs> last week. Uh, and and, and we're, we have so many Americans, I know I've repeated this a lot, we know what we're against. We don't like woke, we don't like the attacks on America, we don't like attacks on our flag, but, but what are we really for? And we're really for an America that was based on the Judeo-Christian principle of love your neighbor as yourself, give everybody the same chance that you want for yourself, uh, America of a land of opportunities, and, and it's not just words. I mean, we have people in our own families, in our own neighborhood, uh, people uh, who grew up in South Jersey who took advantage of these opportunities and achieved spectacular success. Whether you were black, whether you were white, Italian, Irish, Jewish, uh, you know, even coming from uh, Muslim countries like, like George Hammond of the, who, who owned the Steel Pier. So what we did with this calendar is we tell these success stories and how they did it, and, be, and because the state uh, was, was so much against us telling this non-woke history, they tortured us for six months and forced us to document every fact we put in the calendar. So this is actually perfect for any student 
that wants to do a research paper, a term paper, we have half their work already done for them in this calendar. So to make a long story short, even though these, these calendars cost us $2.50 each, and even though we're asking for people to buy 10 calendars and pay us 20 bucks for 10 calendars, our real goal is to get these calendars into the hands of people who will read them, especially people under the age of 30. So we have those calendars. They'll be at our breakfast meeting on Saturday morning. If you're listening to this program today, uh, we'll be there till 10, 30, 11 at Sal's Cafe for the discussion at uh, Groveland Avenue and New Road in Summers Point. But if you're listening on Sunday, uh, just uh, call our Liberty and Prosperity office um, at 609-927-7333 or our info at libertyandprosperity.com or just look at our website to contact us. And whether you donate or not, if you want a calendar you know, to someone who will use it, uh, please um, you know, let us know and we'll get it to them. So it reminds me of what they used to tell us at the mess hall in basic training. You know, take what you want, but eat what you take. So, uh, you know, we don't mind giving out these calendars as long as they will be read. That's great. And, and it, it took you a long time to put it together, too. <laughs> uh, oh, absolutely, because every time we'd, we'd say one thing, they, they'd say, well, do you have enough diversity? Do you have, uh, uh, you know, how do you know that's true? And what about this and what about that? So they really made us work overtime. But in, in, but in a way, I thank them because they made the product so much better. So, um, so that you're distributing. Let's let's say somebody is listening now and they just want a calendar. What do they do? Yeah. Well, they should call the, the office, leave a voicemail at 609-927-7333, which used to be my law office, but now it's Liberty and Prosperity office. Or they could send an email to info at libertyandprosperity.com. Uh, or they could go to our website and, and reach us through the website. Uh, and send a message there, or they could come to our breakfast uh, any Saturday morning from 9.30 to 10.30 at Sal's at Groveland Avenue and uh, New Road in Summers Point. So, so many ways, and, and everybody seems to know a member of uh, Liberty and Prosperity. Talk to any member, and we'll be happy to put these in your hands. Uh, we're trying to get people to put them in the libraries, and the historical societies, in the schools. So if you would say, oh, my, my kid's attending the such and such school, uh, he has 20 kids in a class. We'd be happy to put 20 of these calendars together and, and have them delivered to the class so the kids and the parents could read them. Good. Well, we've we got to get it out there and keep keep spreading the word. Yeah, that, that, that's a positive thing. Uh, another positive thing is uh, in Atlantic City, yeah, we talk about, uh, you know, stolen election and voter fraud. Uh, we had Jesse Kurtz in the little sixth ward of Atlantic City. Uh, won uh, in a Democratic ward with 70% of the vote. Uh, and, and what he did was all the things we say Republicans should do. He avoided uh, issues that mean nothing but make people mad for no reason. Uh, he just stuck with the important stuff. And when it came to elections, he worked. He put together a group, and they went door to door, and they... Um, made sure everyone registered to vote and got their ballots. And uh, and really, Jesse Kurtz set the model for how Republicans could win anywhere. And as if to make that point, I, I know we're ahead of ourselves, but every February, uh, Liberty and Prosperity has our yearly fundraiser um, with a speaker. We don't have the date or place finalized yet, but we did finalize the speaker. 
And the speaker is going to be Craig Calloway of Atlantic City, who is going to explain in great detail how you win elections and how Democrats win elections by knowing how to use the system and how Republicans lose elections because they don't take the trouble to uh, to use the system. So that's going to be very interesting. But that's coming up in February. And I hope you'll have it on a Sunday. Uh, it will be on a Sunday. Good. <laughs> I believe, yeah. It will not be uh, at a meeting because we do want to have uh, you know more people to come. Uh, but by the way, just uh, two things, and, and this is uh, when we talk about Hamas and, and this Wahhabi movement, uh, you know, where their goal is really not to take over Israel. Their goal is to take over the whole world. And, uh, and, and we, we, we talk about them as being remote in Saudi Arabia. But many of our listeners who are immigrants from India will know that the, the, the real center of the Islamic world, um, or this jihad from this radical group, is not just in Saudi Arabia, but also in India, in the school called the Dioband School of India, where uh, in 1857, when these Wahhabis had that revolt, uh, that, that with all the brutality and massacres that basically wiped out the entire city of Delhi uh, and wiped out, uh, you had a, a massacre at a place called Kanpur as well. And, and you had all those Errol Flynn movies, you know, Gunga Din and Charge of the Light Brigade that talked about all that stuff in the 1930s. Uh, that, uh, that when the, the Wahhabis lost that war, they said, okay, we can't win with a jihad uh, against you know the unbelievers, so they set up this school where they train this radical doctrine uh, peacefully, and then they send these radical uh, preachers all over the world, and that's what we have to look out to. They've been doing that for a hundred years, and the other thing they're doing is they call it jihad from the womb or jihad by babies. You know, one of the things that the Gaza situation that nobody mentions is that in 2005, when Israel completely evacuated Gaza and said, you know, Hamas or the, the Palestinians could run that you know, area any way they wanted to, they could have turned that place into Hong Kong and, and made it rich. Uh, but besides spending all their money on tunnels and rockets and bombs and killing Jews, they also uh, encouraged this jihad through babies. Uh, where the average uh, Palestinian family in, in Gaza has nine kids, 10 kids, 11 kids. And the population of Gaza increased from 400,000 in 2005 to more than 2 million today. They more than doubled the population in, uh, in less than 20 years. And they have, um, you know, and, and uh, the, the average age in Gaza is uh, half the population is under uh, 18 years old. And they're using that same thing with the immigrants to America. So this is a, a worldwide problem. I only know, know what the answer is, but you have to recognize that that's going on. And I guess the final uh, point, uh, I know you're saying Trump, 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 and I know I'm in the minority, but uh, you know the Democrats want Trump to be the Republican nominee uh, because they think he's the easiest one to beat. And they definitely, the Democrats want to get rid of Biden. So I think a lot of that polling showing how well Trump is doing is not so much because uh, the Democrats are coming around to Trump, but they want to have an excuse to get rid of Biden. 
and yeah. they want to replace yeah. him as quick as possible. But we'll have that discussion. I'm sure I'll hear plenty of this when I get into the meeting <laughs> at <laughs> libertyandprosperity.com, which is starting now. Okay, have a great week there. Yeah, okay, okay, Seth. And, of course, Seth will be filling in for me next Saturday as I uh, embark on a vacation. So uh, he'll be here with plenty to say and plenty of time to take your calls. Seth Grossman, Liberty and Prosperity, the website libertyandprosperity.com. I'm John DeMassey. It's Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5, 609-407-1450. We have Craig. Bob and John in that order, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. We'll get started with the calls after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial services llc is not an affiliated company and we are back here on talk with a purpose let's get started with the calls how about craig in northfield craig good morning you're on talk with a purpose well good morning john how are you today good good yeah listen nothing like them cowboys say hey, prescott did a, a headstand did you see that yes i did I oh saw my i saw that <laughs> couldn't happen to a nicer guy yeah, but uh, to those Cowboy fans, I, I will tell you, it was a tough game. I know that there were some bad uh, calls there, in your opinion, but we'll, the, us Eagles fans will still take the win. That's right. That's right. That's Every day of the week. <clears throat> Seth, stop it already. Uh, you know, uh, the polls aren't with you, Seth. Uh, it's time for you to hop on the, on the wagon there. Am I allowed to play a little something real quick? Well, it de- depends on what it is. Well, it's clean. Okay. It's a, it's a debate. <laughs> okay. It's a quick thing. Okay. I think there's something deeper going on in the Republican Party here. And I am upset about what happened last night. We've become a party of losers at the end of the day. We have cancer in the Republican establishment. Let's speak the truth. I mean, since Ronald McDaniel took over as chairwoman of the RNC in 2017, we have lost 2018, 2020. 2022, no red wave that never came. We got trounced last night in 2023. And I think that we have to have accountability in our party. There we go. What do you think of that? Uh, the, I, I saw that live. Did you uh, see that live? Yeah, I, I really, I thought he did very well. He did great. Uh, and and really, uh, he impressed me. It's not his time yet. He's a young guy. 
Right. He's he's going to be he's going to be president someday. That's, that's I don't know that he'll be president, but what he does is he gets the Republican Party to look at itself. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yes, definitely. And see, yeah. in order to evolve, you need to look at yourself. Yes. Okay, and that's sometimes right. make some corrections. Yes. And. Um, you know, I'm going to be brief on this subject matter. This this week, uh, we did look at ourselves in Northfield, and and uh, the the mayor still stayed in office. However, with not as many votes. And uh, for those that thought that uh, what we came out about with that student was political, no, that was about child safety. Okay, and who we are as a public. So don't try to mix that in with being politics. It wasn't politics. It's about who the person was. So don't even point your finger in somebody's face. You want to do that? Point in my face. I'm here. Uh, eight students said what they said, and not one of them got in trouble for what they said. Probably because those statements were honest statements. Eight kids wrote those statements, by the way. So don't use your hierarchy because you're on council to intimidate people. That's terrible in Northfield. Um, anyway, John, Elisa Judge, uh, Elisa Stafnik, do you know her? The congresswoman? Uh, no. Okay. Well, if anybody doesn't know this, she just filed a complaint on Judge Engron, okay, about his gag orders. Yes. And about everything that he's doing. So, you know what? The Republican Party is moving because, you know what? The winner of the week was Marsha Blackburn. I don't know if anybody knows this, but uh, now they were going after uh, uh, Justice Thomas. Yes. Well, after she asked for uh, the January 6th tapes, she asked for uh, the uh, 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 other tapes for the uh, other justice. Uh, I forget what the woman, uh, a woman justice, for uh, her donations for her books and st- things of this nature. All of a sudden, Judge Thomas's investigation has been canceled. Hmm. Hmm. I think, uh, but you know, one of the things that, uh, that Ram Swami was talking about, I, I, I know I, I, I run over his name pretty good over there. <clears throat> Vivek Ramaswamy. Ramaswamy. Thank you. I have it written down here so I wouldn't <laughs> run over it too bad. But when he said that the party was losers, that Romney McDonald's, which Bob brought up, okay, several times, uh, 2018, 2020, 2022, and, and you know what? Like they said, you're not. Why aren't Why aren't we having these debates with Joe Rogan and Tucker Carlson and maybe even Elon Musk to be in the narrators? So we, we, the Republicans, can really get our thoughts out there and maybe discuss what happened with this Russian hoax. How come they never bring that up and where these people stand there? He did bring that up, didn't he? Yes, he did. And and you know it's funny. Then he brought up the uh, thing about. He called Nikki Haley <laughs> Dick Cheney in three-inch heels. I mean, you know, he's, he, I mean, he was pretty cutting, and but a lot of what he said was true. And did you see what uh, Romney McDaniel said? No, I didn't see that, no. She said that Ramaswamy would never get a dime from the Republican Party. Well, the last time I checked, that's our money, isn't it? Yeah. Oh. And not only that, she's not supposed to make a statement about any primary uh, people and swing one way or the other. What did she just do? She cut him out. That's right. Okay, she needs to resign. Uh, thank you, John, for letting me come on. Thank you. And, uh, um, happy Bob, Veterans Day. Let us know about those, uh, you know, we're going to play uh, 
our boys over there, in, I, I can't even think, Kansas City, yeah. with our old coach, Bob, let us know what we're going to do there since uh, John's going to be away next week. Yeah, okay. Craig, thanks for the call. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We have, speaking of Bob, we'll have uh, Bob first on the line, then John, then Andy, and maybe you at 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, also heard on 1450 AM and online at WPGTalkRadio.com. We're coming back with more of today's edition of Talk With a Purpose. But first, we talk about the good stuff. The good stuff that's at B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield. The finest fresh fruit and produce you'll find anywhere. Uh, I got a word the other day, very soon, like maybe in the next couple of days, best of the press will come out for the new year and... Well, I don't want to say B.F. Mazio has gotten a couple of categories, but, uh, well, yeah, well, it's, it's, it's almost official, okay? You, you just stay tuned and we'll tell you when. But B.F. Mazio, of course, has gotten best of the press in the past, and that's because they are. That, that's as simple as I can make it. Uh, fresh, fresh fruit and produce, uh, baked goods, prepared foods, uh, gift baskets, those gift baskets are second to none. I mean, people get them far and wide, and they rave about them. And, you know, with the holidays coming up, you can't get to Antilly in Sheboygan, Illinois. You want to send her a gift basket from B.F. Mazio. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road in Northfield, online at bfmazio.com. bfmazio.com is the website. And check it out for yourself. And, of course, check out the store. I mean, if you have some time, you go in and you walk around real slow. You know, you, you make sure you see every nook and cranny of the store because you're going to miss something. I know I miss something every time. I mean, they have olive oil, uh, uh, fresh olive oil that's uh, on sale all the time. I've never mentioned that because it's just not something that I buy. But, look, you buy it, you can check it out for yourself. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Order Northfield, online at bfmazio.com, bfmazio.com. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check Check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Atlantic City Electric AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey today. We start the weekend with plenty of sunshine with a high today, 58. A clear, star-studded sky for us tonight, and we're going down to 29. Sunny tomorrow, a little cooler, the high 50. 
And then staying sunny and nice on Monday, we're going up to 56. Plan with confidence. Visit AccuWeather.com. I'm AccuWeather's Rose Chamberino on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose. If you like to email me during the week, J-D-A-D-V, as in Victor, 1 at Comcast.net. And we do get a lot of emails and uh, happy to answer them all. J-D-A-D-V-1 at Comcast.net. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Let's talk to Bob in Florida or Cape May or somewhere. He's out there. Bob, good morning. <laughs> I'm, in, I'm in Florida. It's way too hot here, John. I, uh, uh, way too hot. 91 degrees yesterday. Jeez, jeez. So, rub, rub it in. Rub it in. <laughs> uh, I'm not rubbing it in. It was miserable. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, hey, John, look, the, uh, anyway, just the, Craig talked about the Cowboys and the Eagles. We were really lucky to win that game. I yeah. mean, I, I don't know how, I don't know how the defense could have given up 80 yards in 20 seconds and a Cowboys had first and goal at the six. I mean, I just don't know how that happened, but anyway, this, this is not a sports show. We, we, you know, the, uh, I agree with Craig totally about Ronna McRomney. And, you know, Charlie Kirk calls Ronna McRomney as <laughs> an accurate, accurate name for her. I mean, she's Mitt Romney's niece. And you know what? She's been sabot- She's a saboteur. She's a problem. She spent millions on things like trinkets and flowers instead of doing what the Democrats do is they target people, low propensity voters, they get out the vote. An example I give is Madison, Wisconsin. Now, the abortion issue has driven Democrat turnout. There is no doubt about it. Polling for the Republicans since since 2022, we've underperformed. And we've underperformed one reason, significant reason is is the abortion issue. In Madison, Wisconsin, a liberal university town, the most liberal city in Wisconsin, they had 80% voter turnout. Okay? And you know, that's a big reason Wisconsin is going to be a big problem. And, And going forward, we're going to have some big problems, you know, with, with, you know, the I'm all, I'm very much opposed to abortion. I hate abortion. But, you know, unfortunately, Democrats are are using this as a wedge issue. The country is not there in terms of severe restrictions on on abortion. We, I mean, I I think the 15-week ban, 20 ban, fine. But when, when you get, like in Florida... They passed a five-week ban here. That's a big problem. I mean, there are a lot of women who we're just going to lose. You know, and yeah. And another point I want to make is is Kentucky, deep red Kentucky. Okay, you had a very very articulate, good-looking black Republican candidate for governor, and the polls showed him doing real well. You know, right there, it was neck and neck, and he got killed. He got trounced. So again, you know that. You know, to people when people think 
that that Trump is a shoo-in or whoever the Republican nominee is going to be a shoo-in because Biden is is so inept, so corrupt, so horrible. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's not a foregone conclusion. I, I agree with you. No, it's not. It's not a shoo-in. It's not a slam dunk. I mean, this is going to be a very, very close election, and it's going to be a dogfight. I, I really think so. It's going to be a real problem, you know. And, and again, we, we've got inept leadership with Republican National Committee, totally inept. And, and you know, and Craig's right, totally right. Uh, uh, Vivek was, was brilliant. I loved him. Uh, you know, he, he was absolutely correct, you know, and he... Yeah, I loved when he went after those moderators, those NBC News moderators. Yeah, that was great. I, <laughs> I, I really did. But, you know, the, Trump stood on the sidelines when we had a much better choice for the leadership in the Republican National Committee. You know, Harmeed Dillon, brilliant, aggressive, smart woman. Uh, Trump just stood on the sidelines and let... You know, let the uh, the old, the old, good old person, you know, the, the country club Republicans continue to run the RNC. That's the problem. And yeah. I don't know why Trump did it. It's what drives me crazy about Trump. I don't know why the hell he did it. It just, you know, but anyway. Okay, Sorry, Bob. Thanks, thanks for the call. You, you take care. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Well, they say that... Um, Actually, uh, what caused South Carolina to secede from the Union was uh, in, the world, in the Civil War was one statement by Abraham Lincoln that the formation of the GOP, the Grand Old Party, the Republican Party, will, will prove to be a death knell to the institution of slavery. So anti-slavery pro-abolitionism was the impetus for the uh, Civil War, which physically started, you know, it, it started actually in 1860, but actually physically started in bloodshed in April uh, 1861. But what's going to prove to be uh, uh, the pivotal impetus for uh, or causation of a conflict between the left and right? It might be uh, anti-abortion pro-life uh, on the right, you know. So we, that's a quandary, man. How do you, how, where do you find a middle ground with abortion? There is no middle ground. But anyway, I want to bring up that, uh, that evil man that caused both world wars in the 20th century, Winston Churchill, which I think is scapegoatism anyway. But here's what Winston Churchill had to say about communism. He said, communism gets its foothold in the West through the exploitation of the West's standards. Communism is not only a creed, but a planned campaign. A communist is not only the holder of certain opinions, but he is also the pledge of debt to a well-thought-out means of enforcing them. The anatomy of discontent has been studied in every phase in a scientific spirit for subverting all existing institutions. At first, time-honored principles of liberalism and democracy are invoked to shelter the infant organism. I call it the, the sapling tree of the poisonous tree of Illuminism. But that's what because Illuminism and communism are basically the same, in my opinion. But uh, he further said, alliance is sought with every popular movement towards the left. The creation of a mild or liberal socialist regime. Can you say Bernie Sanders' democratic socialism? <laughs> and some period of convulsion is the first milestone which has already been achieved. However, this has been only created to finally be overthrown. Collision, if possible, attained with bloodshed are the ultimate goals of communism. And he goes on to say that the 
martyrs will be created. Can you say George Floyd? Martyrs will be created uh, that are not really <laughs> good men. Um, he, they, he talks about a lot of things. He talks about um, every act of goodwill, of tolerance and conciliation uh, uh, and magnanimity on the part of the government will will be uh, will be. Um, uh, I, I'm trying to think of the word for it to be uh, resisted. They're not going. They're not going to meet meet us in the middle. The communists will not meet us in the middle. They want to overthrow our government. I had a lot more I want to read, but uh, he's a he's a hard read, Winston Churchill. But I can't just. Uh, I don't. I can, I can read better than I can talk. So anyway, that's what I want to say. The communism is not good for us. Socialism sucks. We can all agree on that. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. I agree with that. <laughs> that's a no-brainer. It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll have Andy after the break, and maybe we'll have you. And then, of course, we're, we're rapidly ending the first hour. Gee, where, where does the time go when you're having fun? 609-407-1450, our number here in the studio. We'll come back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness spend or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Oh. It's my turn. <laughs> uh, talk for the purpose is the show. Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Let's talk to Andy in Brigantine. Andy, good morning. Welcome. Good morning, John. It's a great day in Brigantine. Uh, a real quick dovetail off of uh, what John was saying. Uh, Lenin said that the goal of socialism is communism. The goal of socialism is communism. So you, you take your steps toward the communism. Yeah. The kind of dumb, yeah. Now, a couple of things that Seth was talking about. Um, he mentioned the, uh, the Islamists who want to take over the world. He mentioned that he said that, you know, they will, and, and, and this is part of their credo, we will do this through our women's wombs. And he mentioned how they, they, they replicate. They have lots of children. And, and the and the uh, the average age of the of the people living in Gaza, the, there's like 50 percent or under 18. But what they also said is, we will conquer you through our women's wombs, we will conquer you through immigration, and we will conquer you by using your own freedoms against you. They use our own laws, our own way of life, our welcoming ways 
You know, we're, we're a welcoming country. We're a compassionate nation. They're using that against us. So um, just to dovetail off of what Seth was saying. Now, Seth mentioned that they want to run against Trump because they know they can beat him. If that were true, John, then why was the stated purpose of the January 6th committee, according to Liz Cheney, it was to prevent Donald Trump from ever being able to run for president? Why do you have states trying to remove Donald Trump's name from the ballot? If Donald Trump, if they really want to run against Donald Trump, then why would you remove him from a ballot? The only possible reason you would have for, as Liz Cheney said, trying to prevent Trump from running, the only reason you would have for removing Donald Trump from a ballot is because you know you can't beat him at the ballot box. That's Imagine true. Yeah. You, 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 use, you use the baseball analogy before, John. Yeah. Imagine... Imagine before a game, each baseball team had a, a, the the option of removing one player from the other team. Like that, you could pick one player, and that player wouldn't be allowed to play that game. Yeah. Let's say that worked. Okay. So now you have a team that has a an incredible pitcher. Okay. So the other team is going to play that team, and they say, "Okay, we don't want that pitcher to be able to pitch." Yeah. And they get rid of them. So if that pitcher was easy to beat, isn't that the pitcher you'd want? Yeah, that's right. The only reason, the only reason that you're so ignore what Democrats say. Watch what they do. They say they want to run against Trump because they know they can beat him. Then why would you remove him from the ballot? You'd want him on the ballot. Yeah. You 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 you, you wouldn't prevent him from running. You'd want him to run yeah. because you know you can beat him. That's now right. let's get on to our favorite TV show, The View. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, John. I, I, I wish, I wish I owned the Depends and Midol concessions in the green room on that show. So, <laughs> so, so um, this week, this week, Hillary Clinton was on, and once again, she was comparing Donald Trump to Hitler. Oh. Now, let's look at this. Let's look at this, John. You have now the one thing I will say: Hillary Clinton's been consistent on on standing with Israel. Okay. You have a Democrat party now, many of whose members are supporting Hamas. You have tens of thousands, who knows how many hundreds of thousands of people across the country, the Democrat voter base, young people, the LGBTQ community, the Black Lives Matter community that Hillary Clinton endorses. These people are all supporting Hamas. Hamas, which are essentially Nazis. How the hell do you go around when your own party, many of its members and voter base, are supporting Hamas, Nazis? Where do you get the gall to then compare Donald Trump to Hitler? Are you serious? Yeah. You belong to a you belong to a political party, many of whose members support Hamas, Nazis. But you're calling Donald Trump Hitler. How do you get off with that? Well, uh, I'll tell you one quick story, Andy. I was dating a girl about this is maybe six years ago, and she said, "Oh, Trump. He's oh, she hated Trump, and she said he's just like Hitler." And I said, "How many people did he kill?" And that shut her up. <laughs> so, well, John, there, there's no president in our history 
who has been as good to Israel as Donald Trump. Yet, yet Hillary Clinton watches her own voter base, her own supporters, her own party go around chanting F the Jews, supporting Hamas, and you're going to call Trump Hitler. Yeah. It's, it's really, it's really breathtaking. Yeah. Let, 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 you know, if, if you belong to the Democrat party right now, if you're a Democrat voter right now, you need to look at yourself in the mirror and ask yourself, do I really want to be affiliated with a political party, many of whose members are supporting Hamas, Nazis, yeah, and they're modern-day Nazis. That's, that's right. They are. Yeah, exactly right. I agree with you. Andy, thanks a lot for the call. We're up against it here. We're up against the news. If uh, you have anything else to say, you can certainly call back, 609-407-1450. Our number one is rapidly coming to a close. I, I just... I, I can't believe it. It just flies by. Linda's on the line. We'll get to her in the next hour, and maybe we'll get to you at 609-407-1450. And we have a little gift for, for veterans. We're, we're going to do that, too. So uh, a packed hour in hour number two coming up. It's Talk for the Purpose, Saturdays 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Hour number one in the books. Hour number two on the way. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City, WENJHD3 Millville, a town square media station. WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number two, Talk with a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. 609-407-1450, that's the number here in the studio. A lot to talk about this hour, and uh, before we do any of that, we'll talk to Linda, who's been waiting patiently on the line, Linda Napsegan. Linda, good morning. Even man at you, Why? I like you. <laughs> I mean, you have such a nice way about you, John. <clears throat> but um, do you know that if our founding fathers were somehow resurrected and brought back to life, they would not believe how advanced our technology has become? nor how our morality has completely collapsed. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And to that I say thanks to Craig. You know, I, I admire your courage and your strength and the care that you have and the concern that you have for your young ones over in Northfield. I love you. Uh, Craig, you're great. Um, and for, uh, you know, Alexander Hamilton, he had said two things make America great. Our founder, Alexander Hamilton, everybody yes. knows him. And you know what those two things were? Our Christianity and our Christian Constitution. So don't pay attention to what President Obama said when he went over said, overseas and said, basically, we're not a Christian nation. Listen to Alexander Hamilton. And Flash, love you, Flash. And you know what, Flash? You, John, John, John Flash, stand with Christ and you'll be right on this issue that we're talking about, and that's abortion. And Progner, Progner and DeMassey, you say... 
we won't win if we keep holding this view and that and if, if that's the case i don't want to win no, no Linda, I don't want to win. No, no, no. Let's let's back up. You can't clean it up. I know how you think about it. You know, but you're wrong. You know, you you know, God's ethereal. He's far away. He doesn't care about this issue. We are in the condition we are in because we forgot God, okay. and we haven't turned back. I'm just trying to win an election. You don't have the, yeah, that's it. That's it. With, on, the, on those children whose little bodies and little scalps are going to be filleted and put on, on rats so that they can find out how to grow hair, you know, you, you, think about what you are saying. It's a human being. Life isn't cheap. It's a beautiful thing. And we are made in the image and likeness of God. Yes, and true. So that's my that's that that's how I feel. Okay. So if we, if we do if to do it your way, I don't want to win, Bob. To do it your way, if that is your way, I doubt that it really is. I don't want to win, Seth. If that's your way, I don't want to win. Give up a few. Would you have liked that to have been said during the Holocaust? I don't think so. No, no, of course not. But but that's you're taking the extreme view, Linda. No, you are taking no, no, the extreme no. view, John. We, we Respectfully, John. We disagree. We disagree. But All that's right. okay. That's okay. Thanks for the call, Linda. 609-407-1450. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. Uh, we have we have a gift, and this gift is for veterans only. Now, you could be a veteran, you could be a family of a veteran, but somewhere in your family tree, you've got to be a veteran, okay? That's the stipulation on this. This week, a name out of the past has come back to haunt us, and I do mean haunt, because he is running again for mayor of Jersey City. Oh, yes. He put us through the ringer many years ago. <laughs> and when you hear who it is, I want you to tell me, 609-407-1450, who is this man? He announced this week he's running, he's making a comeback, running for mayor of Jersey City. Who is he? 609-407-1450. That's the number here in the studio. We'll see. Uh, it's for, by the way, it is for a $50 gift certificate to BF Mazio. Wow. Good prize, too. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Let me guess. Governor McGreevy. I don't know. How'd you guess? Is that right? That's right. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm becoming more of a political junkie than I thought. Jeez. Are you yeah. a veteran? Are you a veteran? No, I'm not. I wish I was at this point. Okay, well, uh, we're restricting this particular contest of veterans, so... Um, oh, I'm sorry. I just figured I'd put my two cents in. That's all right. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll give yeah. it to somebody else. That's all right. What's on your yeah, mind? There's, yes, there's something called ATK-293. It's flavor excitables that is extracted from the fetal tissue of aborted babies. Now, where it's coming from, monkeys or chimpanzees or 
any kind of other creature, I'd say, don't don't bother me while I'm eating, okay? But since it comes from humans, there is a certain name brand cola that I used to love to drink. I'll no longer drink any longer. Does that bother anybody? Does that turn anybody's stomach? Uh, this is a pivotal issue. This is a uh, a pivotal moral issue. that we. It's a high ground that we cannot lose. We're going to lose everything. Everything's Machiavellian. This Hillary Clinton, who's pro-Israel, was also taking money from radical Islamists in her 2016 campaign against President Trump. And a lot of gay and lesbians that, that know she's gay. She's a gay woman. No, just, just stop. And yeah, forget it. All right. But they were supporting her because she's pro-gay. But now they, they turned against her because she was taking money from people that throw gay men off of roots and bury gay women up to their chest and, and stone their heads to death. Okay. So this is Hillary Clinton, Machiavellian. Well, we'll do whatever it takes to win an election. Whatever it takes. That, that's what it is. It's a Machiavellian play for power. And yet we have to, we have to hold on to the high ground. We have no other choice in this situation. But as far as what Andy had said about uh, socialism leads to communism, it was Vladimir Lenin when asked what is communism, he says it's socialism in a hurry. Yeah, that's, that's, there is no socialism light. It doesn't exist. Socialism light is a Band-Aid on the ever-widening, uh, 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 festering wound that's uh, growing on America, that cancer that needs to be extracted. And, uh, unless, we come in, unless we can meet in the middle, understand that when... Uh, our Constitution, sister document, is the guy in Oscar with a great law of peace. I didn't say it. Our 100th Congress said it on the eve of our constitutional uh, bicentennial in September, October two, uh, 1988. Uh, it, it was a significant inspiration of James Madison, who wrote the first 12 amendments of our Constitution. Uh, guy in Oscar, for, for the gun away to get all the tribes on board, they all had to be unanimously in agreement that they follow laws. They're high-spirited people. Native American Indians are high-spirited people, and he had to get these people... That were the, the infighting had gotten so bad they were murdering each other. He saw he thought that the Iroquois peoples would would de destroy themselves. So he came up with the the great law of peace, the guy in Nazca. But for everybody to participate in it, they all had to be in agreement that we will follow these laws. So in America, that's how it works in America. We all have to come and meet in the middle somewhere. And if we can't, it's going to lead to destruction. That's what I have to say. Thanks. Thanks, John. Thanks for the call. Talk for the purposes of the show. Saturdays nine till noon. WPG Talk Radio ninety five point five. Well, John kind of, um, <laughs> he, he ruined our contest, but that's okay. You know, he's a good caller, so we'll, we'll, we'll let it slide. But um, we'll give this away another time. <laughs> uh, I, I thought he was a veteran. What, what can I tell you? <laughs> Mary in Marlton. Mary, good morning. Good morning. Always a lot of great conversation. And conversation is really important, whether we agree with each other or not. Um, I I did some research, and I, you know I believe that politics is all about winning elections. Yes, and that, that's all it's about. Politics involves winning elections. So I, I did some research because I used to be a member of the National Organization for Women. Um, I used to be a Bernie Sanders supporter, and I always heard that one in four American women had an abortion, a legal abortion, and that. There's like a, the Guttenmacher Institute usually collects these numbers, but they're very difficult. It's a, a moving target. And whether or not that's accurate, I mean, based upon the statistics they had in 2014. And then PBS also did some research, and they said it's actually going down, at least statistically, it was one in five. And not all of them are medical anymore. So it's really difficult to track because there are pills that can induce this. Now... That's a lot of voters. And if that's one in four American women, 
it's also one in four American men. Yeah. And yes, it's a difficult subject to talk about. But again, if if politicians who support the republic don't win, there won't be a republic. That's right. Because the Constitution gets nullified through the courts, for instance. That's right. So posting a meme can put you in jail today. Yeah. Yet we have a First Amendment. Yeah. So I'm just putting that out there because these are really important statistics. Yes. In saving the republic. If it really is that serious to save the republic, we have to look at the voters that are affected by this issue. And if we're losing a lot of voters and the base is growing on the other side because of this issue, you just do the math. And you see that it's going to be an impossibility to win. Yes, yes, I I agree. And that was my point to Linda, that she said, I don't want to win. Well, what do you want? Four more years of Biden Uh, and maybe another Biden coming in? I I mean, you know, you you don't know where it's going to end. The the, the point four are being tracked uh, and they're the surgical ones. Yes. Who knows who's taking a pill? Yeah. Possibly one in five. And that doesn't include California. And Maryland statistics. So that's a lot of voters because that's one in four American women. That means one in four American men are affected. And now we have this whole group that's coming across the border. And I doubt that they're being tracked for this statistic or it's going to be years until we see it. Oh, you're right. You're right. Thanks a lot for the call, Mary. Appreciate it. Andy and Brigantine. Andy's back. Andy, good morning. Hi, John. Um, To Linda's call. Um, one of the reasons that people hate Donald Trump, one of the reasons the Democrats hate him so much is simply because he beat them. And Donald Trump beat them by using their own game against them and playing it better. Okay. Who makes the rules right now, John? Who has for years? The Democrats. Yes. They make the rules. Okay. The only way we can change this country is by being in power and winning elections. But right now you cannot win an election if you play by the same rules that you've always been playing by. Yeah. We have to play the game the way the Democrats play the game and then we will win elections and then we will be in power and then we will be able to change the rules. But until until such remember what Obama said once, you know, win some elections. You don't like it? You don't like what's going on? Win some elections. Yeah. yeah. And you can't win. We, we, keep go, we, keep playing, we keep rolling over and playing dead. We keep letting the Democrats walk all over us. And as long as we continue to do that, what's passed is prologue. Okay? Yeah. If you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same result. That's right. So I hear, I hear what Linda's saying, and that works very well on paper. But you can't change what's happening in this country until you win elections. And you can't win elections as long as you keep playing by these same games that have been losing you elections. That's right. You have to play by the Democrat rules until you're in power, and then you can change the rules. Yes, that's it. By the way, way, John, uh, uh, back to The View. I I know you you don't watch The View, but (laughs) (laughs) you you may have seen the clip with Hillary on this week. Hillary Clinton has had plastic surgery. There's absolutely, you you can tell Hillary Clinton looked, uh, I'll bet you Hillary Clinton looked 20 years younger when I saw her the other day on The View. 
And um, I, I was mocked on. I was mocked when I said pretty much mocked saying that Hillary Clinton is going to run because because the Democrats hate Hillary. And we know this. The Democrat Party hates Hillary. However, they hate Trump more than they hate Hillary. And if they think Hillary can beat Trump or if they can cheat like they did the last time and, and, and get Hillary across, across the finish line, they'll get in bed with her. John, there are countries around the world that hate each other, okay? But these countries have one thing in common. Even though they hate each other, they all hate America. So these countries that hate each other will get in bed with each other if, if their common goal is to destroy America. So they're willing, you know, even remember when Jerry Seinfeld teamed up with, with Newman to help him get that, 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 that mail route in, in, in uh, Maui. You know, you know, they hated each other, but, but Jerry was willing to help, help uh, 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 Newman by delivering the mail for him when he was sick so that he could win that mail route in Maui because he figured if Newman goes to Maui, then he, I don't have to deal with Newman anymore. Yeah. So they hated each other, but they worked together for a common purpose. And, and, and so, yes, Hillary's hated for sure, but they hate Trump more. And if they think now what you were saying, it's not a fait accompli that Trump is going to win. You can't take it for granted, John, because look what happened in Pennsylvania. You had Dr. Oz, a brilliant guy, a great speaker, very charismatic. And then you had John Fetterman who was basically a rock with moss growing on it, yeah. okay? <laughs> yet, 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 yet the voters of Pennsylvania voted for Fetterman. So, you know, Joe Biden, as long as Joe Biden can fog a mirror, John, there, is going, to be, there are going to be people who are going to vote for Joe Biden. If yeah. he can fog a mirror, Joe Biden could, be, could, could, could have tubes coming in and out of him in a hospital bed. As long as he draws breath, there are people who will vote for him because they hate Trump. And I'll tell you, John, you, you mentioned the girl you were dating. I hear these people, they hate Trump, they hate Trump, and I say, why? I, I, I don't know, I just hate him, I don't like him. They can't give you a reason. Yeah. And they can't, they can't tell you something that he did that was bad, that made them hate him. They just, it's, 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 a, it's an irrational, that's why they call it Trump derangement syndrome. Yeah. It's, an, it's an irrational hatred, it's a visceral hatred. Yeah, he's brash. Yeah, he's arrogant. Yeah, he's full of himself. He's cocky. He's got a big ego. But look at the job he did. That's the only way you judge the president. That's you right. You judge him by the job he did. You were you better off, like Ronald Reagan, were you better off four years ago? Are you better off now than you were four years ago? No. 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 And imagine what another... Because here's what, and, and there's only one reason that Joe Biden is, is, is going to run, John. Because as long as Joe Biden is in the race, he controls the Department of Justice, who has the sole power whether to prosecute him and his son and the rest of his family. They've been protecting him and his family. We know this for a fact. The, the whistleblowers, we know that the Department of Justice has been protecting the Biden family. Once Joe leaves office, he loses control over the DOJ, and he also loses his power to pardon people. Yes. So as long as Joe Biden stays in the race, John, even if he, let's say he wins and he resigns a month later, but during that month, 
he can issue the pardons. Yes. And yes. he can issue, he can pardon himself, he can pardon his wife, he can pardon his brothers, his sister, his son, and they all get off scot-free. That's why Joe Biden must remain in the race. Thanks for the call, Andy. Appreciate it. 609-407-1450, that's the number here. You know, this goes with my point that we've spent probably 70% of the time this morning discussing abortion. And there are so many issues that this country is facing, like inflation, like the border, like foreign policy, like, I mean, just name them. You can name them all, all right? And here we are talking about the thing that everybody's going to be talking about and may keep Republicans out of office, and that's abortion. And all I was saying was, we got to try to win this election. Isn't this what it's about? That's why I say, hey, look, they've got to clean up their act, the Republicans, and just de-emphasize this whole thing about abortion. They're not going to take our rights away. We're going to talk about this in a couple of minutes. 609-407-1450. we got some open lines, so if you want to jump in here quickly, you can. 609-407-1450. It is Talk With a Purpose. Saturdays, 9 till noon. WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We're coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. But first, you know, I've been telling you for three months that I'm going to go check out the new cars. My lease is up next month, and I don't know what I'm going to do. I am what is known as a procrastinator. <laughs> I, I really, I don't know. I'm talking about Lexus, Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT. And, you know, I'm driving the Lexus ES350, and I've been driving that for three years. And the lease is up. I could extend it. I could get another one. I, I don't know what I want to do. So... I'll go over there. Maybe I'll go after my vacation. I don't know. But you can go and check out Lexus. If you're not a Lexus driver, well, you ought to become one because you will find that it is one of the finest automobiles on the market today. I mean, second to none. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT. And online at aclexus.com, aclexus.com. You can check out the web. You can uh, see all the vehicles that they have uh, on sale uh, and really get an education as to what Lexus has to offer. But the real education, the real education is driving it for yourself and finding out just what I've been saying for many years here on this program. Lexus of Atlantic City and Lexus is one of the finest automobiles on the market today. You can you can drive it and drive it and drive it and drive it. And basically, I mean, I put a battery in a couple of months ago. And that was it. I mean, other than oil change and brakes and tires, nothing else. So that's what you want in a car. Reliability, dependability, that's what you get with Lexus of Atlantic City. Stop in, say hi to Helen. She'll take good care of you. And really, you'll be glad that you did. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road, EHT, online at aclexus.com. We're coming back with more. Talk with a purpose in just a moment. I'm Seth Grossman for LibertyAndProsperity.com. 
Everyone who lives near the ocean or the bay knows that we have a bad storm and flooding about every 20 years. Some people want their shore houses built on pilings. However, others like me would rather pay for major repairs and improvements every 20 years than walk up and down an extra set of steps every day. At one time, Americans were free to decide what kind of house we lived in, but not anymore. If you live in any shore town from Brigantine to Cape May, you may not get a permit for new bathrooms or a new kitchen unless you first spend another $75,000 to raise your house 14 feet off the ground. Learn the details and what we can do about it. Visit libertyandprosperity.com. Help us reach more people. Join our weekly breakfast. Donate what you can to keep us on the air and online. libertyandprosperity.com. Thanksgiving done the right way, the B.F. Mazio way. You do the meal, they'll do the rest. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield, says that's the way to do Thanksgiving. B.F. Mazio has plenty of holiday sides, including mashed sweet potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, vegetable lasagna, stuffed mushrooms, eggplant parmesan, eggplant rollatini, and so much more. Check them out online at bfmazio.com for a complete selection. Happy Thanksgiving from everyone at B.F. Mazio. <laughs> oh, we should have conversations off the air. No, we shouldn't because no, no that'll take us off the air. All right. <laughs> Talk with the purposes of the show and our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. Uh, we'll get to these calls and then uh, I want to talk about this, this abortion issue and just a couple of thoughts on this as well. Uh, let's talk to George in AC. George, good morning. You're on Talk With a Purpose. Good morning, John DeMassi. How are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> I feel good. Uh, i be honest with you. I did oversleep. I usually am up much earlier than this, so I missed most of your show. Well, no, you got an, you got an hour and a half now, George. Well, here's the important thing now. I've always been very, very admiring of Linda and her calls and her opinions, but now I'm curious, what is it, God Almighty, what is it that Linda said that's got everybody upset? Well, she said that she would rather lose the election for the Republicans than win because they've altered their stance on abortion. And all I was saying was that the Democrats do a good job of scaring the people to think that they're going to take abortion away and they're going to take this away and they're going to take they're going to take rights away. So we've got to amend that somehow and and win the election. And all I said was we got to win the election. And isn't that what it's about? So that's why a few people are uh, up in arms about that. Well, I can understand that. And I wouldn't even want to. Uh change her opinion on that because I know that she's very, very hard and fast in her, her feelings. And in fact, I agree with her in her feelings on the abortion issue. Okay. But I'm going to look at it at a different perspective for Linda and for everybody. I hope I don't want to go down the road that the Democrats go, which is called incrementalism where they just keep gnawing away at something gradually and ultimately get what they want, okay? It was difficult enough after 50 years to get the ship going in the right direction with the most recent Supreme Court decision on Roe v. Wade, yes. okay? So that is something that, thank God, put a big break 
on what I consider to be murder in many instances. Okay, so, you know, with that being said, the break has been put on, and that's the legislation and the decision that we have today. And so we got to go to the next step. And the next step is, like others have been saying, you've got to win elections. Okay, so if we don't moderate our position ever so slightly without losing our moral high ground on this issue, so now we've got a political problem, and we better solve that political problem. That's what, I was, election cycle. That's what I was saying. I was saying okay. that exactly. And, and the art of compromise in politics is critical. Yes. Okay, so somehow or another, we don't have to compromise our principles on what we believe regarding abortion. But what we do need to do is take a reality check and clearly understand, like I think the gentleman from Brigantine that just said, you got to win elections. Yes, that's true. So if true. you don't win elections... Well, good are you? Get more of the Biden, more of the yeah. Democrat, yeah, more of the race. They, they are race baiters. Yes, they stir the race pot. I mean, they are the party of the Ku Klux Klan. I mean, we've got to shift the emphasis on what the politics of today is about, and the politics of today is bigger. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's bigger than what the Democrats have done with abortion. All right, have a good day. Yeah, you too, George. Thanks for the call. John in Ocean City. John, good morning. Welcome back. Yes, yes. Uh, I missed your contest. I listened to uh, this program on the computer that goes in and out, so I missed when you said it's a contest. I'm sorry about that. I have an idea for a contest. Now, a document was signed this year called the Declaration of North America, signed by our president, Sleepy Creepy Joe Biden, our, <laughs> our commander-in-thief, uh, the president of Mexico... Lopez Obrador and the Prime Minister of Canada, Justin Trudeau. Name the date and month, the day and month. That'll be your contest. Uh, just an idea, that's all. But anyway, I, when I say meet in the middle, I don't mean meet in the middle like some people might think. Because, well, take the Civil War again, for example. Um, Leslie Simpson Grant said that the Southern fighting man was a man of uh, Herculean valor. There was no guarantee that we were going to win that war. We lost 360,000 men. They lost 240,000 men. So actually, they were they were hellfighters, and with Robert E. Lee, who was actually, uh, I mean, second uh, only to George Washington as a military commander, they they were they were fearful that the South would win. So Robert, uh, General McClellan, who was replaced with General, finally replaced with Grant, he ran for president in 1864 with the promise of making a dividing line, the Mason-Dixon line would divide North from South to let the South have their independence. But understand, meeting in the middle is a little bit different from my viewpoint. My viewpoint is everything that seems right ends up being wrong. Whatever seems wrong ends up being right. We're in a, we're in a topsy-turvy age. And holding on to the moral high ground is important for us because ultimately we're going to lose elections anyway. What, you know, we, It's a rigged game. We can't play the Democrats' game because it's rigged. It's rigged in their favor. It is what it is. Um, I heard a, a hint. I heard behind the scenes or whatever or offhand my ears picked it up. That President Trump may be electing, uh, selecting rather, a female vice president. Well, Gavin Newsom is already going to. Uh, I understand that Gavin Newsom's going to run in 2024, and his running mate will be Gretchen Whitmer from Michigan. We, how about how about if President Trump chooses out Larry Elder or Tim Scott? The original Democratic, uh, Republican Party was two thirds black, free black men. They're a free soilman. The free soilman made up the original Republican Party. 
So ultimately, losing our high ground means we're going to end up losing everything. So yeah, we 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 have to outthink these people. That's for sure, man. We we ain't doing that good of a job at it either. But yeah, no. we, have, we have a lot. You know, we have a great think tank here. We have people that are smarter than me call in. So it's good for me to hear all this stuff. Thanks for letting me call in a third time. Thanks, thanks, John. Thanks for the call. Um, we're going to hold the calls, Greg and David. We'll get to you in a minute. I just wanted to talk about this abortion thing, and and I had planned on talking about it. And then we got this flood of calls, <laughs> and it just seems to dominate the show today. Uh, as I said before, as I see it, the biggest issue in the upcoming election is the abortion issue. And the Democrats have done a good job of making it that and of putting fear into the people, fear that their rights will be taken away. And I'm, I wanted to point this out to you. Did you see where in Ohio they voted to amend the state constitution to protect assets or protect asset access to abortion services? And that's in ultra-conservative Ohio. In Pennsylvania, the race for the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, a Republican... Carolyn Carluccio was defeated by Democrat Dan McCafferty, where the main issue, I mean, this is, this is incredible. The main issue in a Supreme Court race in the state of Pennsylvania was abortion. So Carluccio lost. She was the Republican. Here we go again. This issue of abortion, unless they change the message, the Republicans, that is, to convey that they are not, this is all I've been saying, they're not as extreme as the Democrats say they are. That's the issue. Unless they do that, it could come back to haunt them. And they've used it before. And look, if it works, keep doing it. That's, that's all. They'll use it again. Be ready for the attacks. All Democrats, oh, if Trump's the nominee, he's a crook, he's a liar, he's against civil rights. No, he's not. But yeah, people hear that, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. You know, sometimes they're like sheep. There was a race, and I may maybe have mentioned this before, there was a race for Philadelphia City Council, because, you know, when you watch TV, you get the Philadelphia ads. Don't vote Republican. They are the extreme party of President Trump. This is a city council Philadelphia. What does Trump have to do with that? Nothing. But they mention it and people say, you know, those that are on the fence. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's right. Yeah, he's extreme. So that's all I'm saying. This message has got to be set up so that, no, I'm not for abortion. That's not what I'm saying. You've got to win elections. The point of this is winning. It, you hear it in sports. You hear it all over. If you don't win, what good are you? That's, that's it. You're, you're just a party of, of nothing. So the Republicans have got to change. They've got to amend this message. And that's all I'm saying. 
609-407-1450 is the number here in the studio coming up on a break. And then Greg and then David in California and maybe you at 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey coming back with more Talk With a Purpose in just a moment. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC, Brokers International Financial Services LLC is not an affiliated company. Your WPG Atlantic City Electric AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon is going to be warmer with sunshine, the high 58. We've got a star-studded sky to stroll by tonight, but you might want to bundle up. Low stiff at 29 degrees. Plenty of sunshine tomorrow, high 50 to wrap the weekend. Come Monday, plenty of sunshine when you get back at it with a high 56. Looking windy and plenty of sun on Tuesday, high 57. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, we do want to remind you that today, I believe we have reached a milestone. 200 shows. 200. I can't imagine what I talked about on show 125. <laughs> oh, my. What you do is you Google John DeMassey podcasts and all the shows come up. There are now 200 of them. Whoa. We should have like a contest. You know, listen to all the shows and what what did I say on show 134? <laughs> oh, so just Google John DeMassey podcast and all the shows come up. 609-407-1450. Greg and Abseek. And Greg, good morning. Welcome to Talk of the Purpose. To the Massey, good morning. Good morning, Greg. It may be worth your while to revisit the 200 shows sometime. <laughs> yeah. It could be worthwhile. Yeah. Um, the word abortion. I'm going to go backwards. My mind, unnecessary death. You talk to 20 people of what one word means, and you're going to get 20 different variations of abortion. Yeah. And that's one of the complications that we will never solve. Because each person has their own interpretation of what that word means. And it's supposed to take care of all our problems as it equates to death. Yeah. Sorry. Unacceptable. Always will be. And if the Republican Party changes their position constantly... 
then we are no different than Democrats. I, and I don't, I don't, I didn't mean change it. I no. mean, you know, just amend it so that the Democrats can't say, oh, they're, they're taking your rights away. They're the party of abortion and they're the party of or they're against abortion and they're going to take away your rights and they're going to take away this and they're going to take away that. You know, th- th- they scare the people. That's what I'm saying. You know, that, that's well, the biggest problem is the word has so many variations of interpretation by people. It's almost impossible. Yeah, yeah. When the bottom line is the ultimate result of it. Yeah. Under all circumstances, it equates to unnecessary death. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah, true. yeah. It, and each is entitled to their own opinion. But when one subject is dictating the direction of a country, something wrong there. Yeah. Something's got to change. That's... And it may not be just the Republicans. It may be a serious look at the subject and put some parameters on what's happening. When they can talk about taking a birth, born, and killing it, it's infanticide. There were words created for a reason. And it was supposed to stop you at a point and to say, that's not acceptable. It's unacceptable to any civilization. And we just throw that out the window and live with the word. And anybody's interpretation of it is acceptable. Not so. Yeah, Sorry. yeah. I agree with you. I agree with you, Greg. Just one opinion. That's, that's, that's good. No, it's glad you shared that with us. Thanks for the call, Greg. And with that, and I, I told you before a few minutes ago, Ohio puts in their constitution, and they voted on it this past Tuesday, that they have access to abortion. Now, women have access to abortion. It's in their constitution. Okay. That's that's what, you know, we're talking about here. And you can see Democrats, oh, boy, look at Ohio. Boy, we're for that. Yeah, okay. David in California. David, good morning. Oh, hey, John. Uh, yeah, you're old enough to remember old Richard Nixon. Oh, right? yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, after Watergate, uh, Nixon needed somebody uh, to protect him uh, to make sure that he would get reelected. Uh, I think Watergate happened in the, the uh, what was it, in the summer before uh, 1972 election. And so he decided that he would make a, a pact with the early right-to-life movement. And so the Republicans have basically been living up to uh, Nixon's need to have a Taliban, uh, people who would vote for him at all costs, uh, just because he uh, made that pact with the early right-to-life movement. And uh, it's, it's kind of amazing, that previous caller trying to claim that there are new definitions. You know, if there's a woman that's eight and a half months pregnant, and she's in a car wreck, and that car wreck cracks the skull of the, the fetus, and uh, the, the fetus is dying or dead, and uh, is leaking out uh, fluids into her uh, uh, into her uh, uterus and creating rot. She better get an abortion uh, or she's going to die. 
But uh, the the no abortions for any reason crowd, uh, you know, have no desire to allow her to live. They just want to win at all costs. And it's it's sad because they would allow a woman to die uh, when, you know, she has a car wreck. So it's, uh, uh, you know, it's a sad thing and we can blame it all on Nixon. But uh, that's not the reason I called. you're probably keeping up with, uh, in Colorado, they're trying to take uh, Donald Trump off the ballot. Yes, yes. Yeah, and so when you look at the oath of office that the president does, he says that he's going to preserve, protect, and defend the Constitution. Well, the ballot status in, uh, that they're talking about in Colorado uses the word support. And Donald Trump has actually got the gall to claim that he didn't use the word support, and so he's not obligated to support the Constitution, and that they actually submitted, uh, uh, you know, part of their briefs uh, to that uh, hearing, claiming that Donald Trump doesn't need to support the Constitution because it wasn't in the oath of office. Now, would you want a weasel like that to be the president? Well, first of all, I, I don't know that that's, that's actually true. I, I've got to see that. Uh, I well, mean, it's easy to find. Yeah, uh, You know, i, I got to see that. No, well, no, I wouldn't, but I don't think he said that. I, I really don't. I mean, because well, that, that would be, that would be stupid to say I don't, want to, I don't want to support the Constitution. His attorneys submitted documents to say that because the word support is not in the oath of office, uh, that he does not need to support the Constitution. He only, his pledge was to preserve, protect, and defend it, but not support it. I mean, that's the kind of crap that's passing for government in this point. You know, we the people had a constitution. We the people kicked out a king. We the people beat the most powerful king in the world in 1776. And now we're down to uh, a a phony rich guy, a guy that basically uh, pretends to be rich and and isn't even. And uh, it's kind of indicative of, uh, you know, what people are able to put up with, with this uh, uh, corrupt Supreme Court that tells us that we can allow uh, bribes to be handed out to politicians as campaign contributions. They can be secret uh, money, which used to be called a bribe, uh, but the secret money is now legal to give to politicians, and that they can now uh, uh, use all sorts of Weasley uh, lawyers to tell us that supporting the Constitution is not in the oath of office, so they don't need to support it. No, that's where we're down to. And, uh, you know, Clarence Thomas, Harlan Crow, uh, we've got to start boycotting every one of these crooked politicians. Uh, Harlan Crow owns land in Maine. If you, uh, if you go to crowproperties.com, uh, you can find out what properties he owns in Maine, and you can start picket signs up there because that guy bought the Supreme Court. Yeah, and he right. bought that ruling that said it's called Citizens United, that says that uh, bribes can be given to politicians, and uh, and uh, equally uh, Maine can 
or uh, you're not in Maine. You're in um, New Jersey. Yes. Uh, yeah, you've got plenty of Trump uh, uh, interaction with New Jersey. That guy has lost his business license in New York, and he's going to try to sell those properties to any fool that'll buy it. He's going to try to weasel out of, of uh, he's going to try to uh, uh, sell his properties before they really uh, clamp down on him. And so I would urge people not to touch them because uh, you're going to be, you know, the deed, uh, the transfer of the deed is going to call you an organized crime figure if you're dealing with an organized crime figure like Donald Trump. Well, I, I you know, thanks for the call, David. As usual. The call was full of Trump hatred. <laughs> I mean, Donald Trump and organized crime. That's a good one. I mean, uh, that, that, that's equal to the one who said he's like Hitler. Oh, boy. You wonder why I have a headache when, I'm, <laughs> when I go home today. <laughs> oh. I want to just tell you this. Um, Orsted. The Danish company who was to build those offshore windmills, they, they pulled out, of course. Orsted is trying to get out of a $300 million guarantee that it agreed to pay New Jersey in the event it failed to build its first wind farm off the Jersey coast. Last Tuesday, Orsted withdrew from the project. The next day, the next day, Orsted wrote to the Board of Public Utilities saying it was withdrawing from an agreement that it signed with the state under which it would forfeit the money if it did not build Ocean Wind 1. So they said it. However, the BPU said it approved an escrow agreement on September 27th and a guarantee agreement on October 11th. Sounds like they're trying to get out of this. If you have allowed Orsted to keep, uh, if you remember in July, New Jersey approved a tax break that would have allowed Orsted to keep federal tax credits that otherwise would have to return the electric rate payers that they had been built to the project. So we would have got the money, but New Jersey said Orsted will get the money. In the agreement, Orsted and the state agreed not to sue each other. Oh, that's nice. Oh. On Monday, Governor Murphy angrily stated that his administration would hold the company accountable to its cancellation obligations. We will see where this goes. But Orsted, I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I'm not surprised. Are you? No. Talk for the purposes of the show, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. We'll talk to Eric and Margate, and maybe we'll talk to you at 609-407-1450. Joe Yakovich warming up in the Talk with a Purpose bullpen. And he's getting ready to bring his fastball and his curveball and his slider and all of those things to the table at 11 o'clock. We're coming back after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, 
Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC. Member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. We'll try to get to all these calls before Joe Yakovich. So let's uh, start with Eric and Margate. Eric, you're on Talk With a Purpose. Hey, John. How you been? Haven't talked with you in a while. I've uh, been good. How about you? Good. Hanging in. Boy, that guy was brutal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he was. It was it, John, <laughs> isn't it my understanding I was through the years that they, to save the life of a mother, they will abort a baby no matter what? Yes. It has to be the yes. Okay, yes. Well, what was he talking about? I, I, I have no like, idea. I have no idea. Oh, my God. What if these Trump lives Trump lives rent free in their heads and I love it. I love it. I love it. You know, this is this is he didn't say he didn't say one thing about corrupt Joe Biden. Not one word. Oh yeah. See, you know that's why California is such a mess. That dudes out in California, I don't know how they think out there. You know, boy, boy, this country's going to hell in a handbasket, brother. You know, you, you want to laugh, Eric? Yeah. My godson tells me the other day he's moving. To San Francisco. Oh God! That's that's what I said. Oh God! But I didn't tell him that because I, you know. Well, did you see the pictures of the people sleeping yeah. on the streets? Yeah. Out there? yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 John, John, I always wonder who supplies them with all the tents. Who gives them tents? Those I, expensive tents. I I have no idea. I'm, I imagine some supposedly good Samaritans. Oh my God! What a mess! What a mess! <laughs> Listen, I'll let somebody else get on. Get okay. Thanks. Product. Thanks for the call, <laughs> Dan and Linwood. Dan, good morning. Well, let's put it this way: if uh, you're lease again, let's lend. Let's lend her two hundred and forty thousand. Yes. Have her get. Have her give you checks for two hundred thousand and forty thousand. And how would that sit with the IRS? Would you think? Uh, not too good. Would it? And now, now Biden says that he's not going to release his banking records, but his his releasing it has nothing to do with the IRS, who can who can get him in a heartbeat. Yes, and they have to find out where the cash came from for a two point seven million dollar house. He paid for it in cash, but they're not showing the uh, they're not showing the banking records. <laughs> where was the cash under the mattress? <laughs> you try to you try to buy a house with thirty thousand dollars in cash. And they ask you where you got it from. Oh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, we're I, talking two point seven five yeah, million yeah, in cash. Yeah, that's five times more than uh, Menendez had on uh, <laughs> uh, stuffed in the coats. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, it's got it's got to come to a head here somewhere. And uh, you know, being a, being a veteran, I don't like the idea of 50 attacks, some brain brain injuries to our to our soldiers in Iraq and the and those bases. 50 attacks now, and the the retaliation is you hit a warehouse. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 pretty bad. Yeah, it's pretty pretty bad. Now, if the guy who hates Trump, if that happened under Trump's watch, there'd be no warehouse. He'd be going after. He'd be going after the head guys again. That's right. And he'd be going out. He'd be going after infrastructure, and he would. Uh, those oil tankers would stop right in their tracks. They'd be stopped. Yeah. They'd cut off their supply of uh, revenue, but but this guy doesn't have the guts to do it, Biden, or, or unless he's in with them. So it's either, yeah. either one. Yeah, I, well, that's probably a little bit of both. You know, well, if yeah. somebody has if somebody hands you six billion, I would consider them a friend. Yeah, I would too. A, a really good friend. <laughs> yeah, and uh, and let the oil flow instead of having. Uh, Maybe less than a half a million barrels. You have closer to two million barrels uh, in the revenue stream of Iran, and we cut our revenue down. We don't export anymore. It's killing. It's killing the country, and it seems that we're t we're taking care of our enemies instead of our friends. You're right. You're right, Dan. Thanks for the call, John. Real quick, John in Ocean City. You got two minutes. Yeah, I got to repeat, Callie Dave, boycott Clarence Thomas. Callie, is that what you want to do? And yes, uh, he has it backwards as per usual. No, it's not abortion to win elections. We'll we'll stand against abortion even means lose even if it means losing an election. And actually, uh, it's it was actually uh, Vice President Biden who was at a uh, Council of Foreign Relations meetup who said unless Poroshenko takes Victor Shokin off the case of going against Burisma, of which Hunter Biden was a part of, he will not get the billion American taxpayer monies. That's as corrupt as hell. And also is Devin Archer, who's who has actually been indicted in Ukraine for uh, misuse of funds in a Burisma, the oil company, oil and gas company in Ukraine, who has not done a day in jail. It, Biden says he never met up with him. He's been seen on golf courses with him and 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 uh, nightclubs with him, but he, he didn't know the guy. So if anybody's a lying crook, it's sleepy, creepy Joe Biden. Thanks for letting me call in. Thanks, John. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> sleepy, creepy Joe Biden. <laughs> hey, that's a good campaign slogan, you know? <laughs> oh, can't make this stuff up, can you? It is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey. Joe Yakovich is ready. He is ready to go. And he's going to talk to you in the next hour. And we'll, we'll straighten out our finances. Just in time for the holidays, all right? And the, the number, of course, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. It's uh, hour number two in the books. Wow, this is really flying by, this show. Hour number three on the way with Joe Yakovich. Don't go away. FM and 1450 AM WPTG Atlantic City WENJHD3 Millville a Town Square Media Station 
WPG Talk Radio 95.5 presents Talk with a Purpose. Join the conversation by calling 609-407-1450. Now, the host of Talk with a Purpose, John DeMassey. Hour number three, Talk with a Purpose, every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. We like to call this the Joe Yakovich Hour because it features Joe Yakovich. I mean, where else would we get that, right? That's a genius, uh, that's a, that's a genius mean, that's, line. That's one of the best <laughs> lines I've heard uh, tonight. Absolutely. You've been quiet this morning. You usually come in here and you I know am, uh, you I, you, I you, ra- you you raise havoc. Overwhelming uh, things have been going on in our lives today, and I don't have to tell you. It's if you turn any of the stations on. From the the baits until we are here on the studio, it's uh, it's mind boggling, John. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. And I and, and like I said with people when I meet with them, it, I've been doing this for I'm afraid to tell you, you know, going on on close to forty years, and I've never ever seen all the things that have happened over the last a very short period of time, a couple of years. So, you know, it, it's hard for me to swallow it because I am in the a futuristic, optimistic planning for people, you know, what they want and need to retire. And, and I'm, you know, we've been living in this uh, lucky, uh, the last, I don't know, 10, 12 years with the lowest interest rates that's been suppressed. And now it's showtime. You can only kick the uh, the can down the road so long and it has to come out and, uh, and bite you. And where it's going to bite us, I don't know. You know, with uh, I mean, you're talking about the the car situation. You know, you don't know what to pick, and and the pricing of cars. I mean, three four years ago, different animal. You're one yeah. you know, percent interest rate. Yeah. Now you're at five six seven eight percent interest yeah. rate. So everything has changed dramatically. You know, yeah. and it's um, it's hard to try to you know, share with people when you're speaking with them about you know what the best strategy would be, and you know, and I basically you know, and I had some clients yesterday came in and we talked. You know, but I wanted to get their opinion on what they thought that was going to take place in their lives. And it's hard. I mean, because it's then for them, it's also a very difficult moving target that they're trying to achieve uh, to retire. So it's a it's a more challenging today than it it has been in a long, long time for me. So today you want to talk about the four do's, the four don'ts and one never do. That sounds like a a rock group. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. The four do's and four don'ts, and the one never do. <laughs> you know, and that's a good. Maybe remember that, right? Yeah, fours and do's and don'ts. Yeah, we we uh, we follow up from last uh, a couple of weeks ago when we for uh, the four do's and the four don'ts. Uh, the first four do's I mentioned last week was know how much income you need when you retire. I and mean, this is a big number. I sit down. I said you have approximately what that number may be. You know, and I'm I'm talking about you know the turn the key in your home. You know, uh, in, in you know mortgage, rent, whatever it may be, uh, taxes, you know things you pay for, you know all the miscellaneous, and you and you come up with a, a ballpark figure that we can zero in on. That's the number one. Shelter a portion of your money going in, no matter where and when you start this process. And when you start out day one, when you're in your twenties, even now I get people to still save money. And prepare for something that we don't see, but now it's coming with health care. I mean, health care is an issue that everyone is now talking about more than ever. 
Um, and, you know, you really need to have a yearly strategy, not just looking at the numbers. And I, I say that all the time. You really need to look at, you know, where we're going to where we're going to go with this money and where we how we're going to get there and who we're going to give it to. And, and if we're going to give it to anyone, meaning family or charity and so forth, what's the best way to do that? So we zero in on those type of questions. And they're always changing, John. It's kind of weird, but they've always, always uh, started out one year, and all of a sudden, they something comes up. You know, it could be a, a divorce, a marriage, a death. You know, somebody, whatever. We want to be able to be in tune with that. So that's our biggest concern: to determine the changes and uh, make those changes in retirement, and 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 stay on track with that. You say a yearly review, and. That's not really what you mean. You mean a strategy session. Yeah, because yeah, you, you don't want you don't want to look back on what happened because everybody knows what happened. Right, exactly. And I and I get that all the time. I mean, I mean yesterday I was having a conversation with a new uh, prospect and you know, I, I said, "Have you ever had anyone to sit down and talk to you?" No, I haven't. So we we uncovered a lot of things that um, for someone like myself to be able to ask those questions freely and if they're willing to do that. But prior to that, I was with a a, a single woman uh, this was a couple yesterday, but a single woman, um, husband uh, passed, and she was going into another relationship years after, mind you. But she was into a situation where she was single and wanted to know, you know, what steps and you know what she was thinking about doing when she would want to retire and what have you. But it's a, it's a really a a uh, and in the beginning it was kind of uh, difficult for her because she says I never actually sat down with anyone to share this information with them. I said, well, it's confidential. I'm fiduciary, and I, I gave her all the conversation up front on what, how we work. But after a very short period of time, you know, we started to really, he, she saw that I was became, for her, her financial doctor. You know, I really wanted to make sure that she was giving me the right information so I can give her the right, you know, whatever it may be, the right prognosis to what she was going to do, the right vitamins, or right, you know, uh, medicine to take but you know you need to have those questions on the table and you need to be truthful with them because sometimes i i share with people i said i have some bad news to tell you <laughs> your plan's not going to work because under you know what we have maybe uh what she's spending or how she's spending you know and it's really funny because one of the questions i asked john believe it or not and people you know and i've changed my questions not just financial because anyone can you know Put the financial stuff down. I go, where are you from? And 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 she said, why would you ask that? I said, well, you'd be surprised on how uh, what I take in consideration, you know, where are you from, will determine some of the things that I know from just experience and not 100% sure, but how they have lived or how they were, you know, spending their money. And also, um, you know, what are the things that you went through when you were? you know, doing these things. And, and it'd be surprised where, you know, my, my parents were very frugal, so that made me somewhat frugal in how I saved money. Or if I was flippant with my money and it was, I threw my money all over the place. So you, you, you kind of get a, a kind of a read on that when you're asking those deep and narrow questions about people on how they save, how conservative they are, how aggressive they are. And they, they look at the stock market the last, you know, 10 or 12 years, like that's supposed to happen every year. And I'm afraid to tell you that's not the case. No. <laughs> and you know, and you're well aware of that. <clears throat> um, it is Talk With a Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5, also heard on 1450 AM. 
and also heard uh, online at WPGTalkRadio.com. Joe Yakovich is here. Joe is JML Financial. His website is JMLFinancialGroup.com. We'll give out his uh, office number in just a couple of minutes. But uh, he's ready to talk to you at 609-407-1450. If you have a financial-type question or uh, anything pertaining to finances, 609-407-1450. We did the do's. Now we're going to do the don'ts. Right. You know, the biggest number one don't, John, and we see this now, is the effects of inflation. We've talked about this, and now you, we are both seeing inflation in all facets, you know, from cars to homes, and more importantly, health care. Where is this inflation going to be? When you get into retirement years and the expense you might go through is now looking at it through the roof. So the cost nearly almost, and everything has gone up dramatically but rising costs of living aren't just obvious to us and sometimes they are but it's it's coming on quite sneakily um and when i say sneakily i'm talking about a a word that uh, it sneaks up when you don't feel it and you don't see it happening but it happens gradually and all of a sudden it creeps into your you know your money and inflation can quietly slowly eat away your retirement monies and if you have a bad market as you're, this is happening, and you have a, a decreasing market or a volatile market, and you're pulling money out, that game's changed dramatically. Putting money away and working, that's a pretty easy step-by-step process. I mean, you, you, you buy high, low, and what have you. But when you're dealing with distribution and spending, and I ask people all the time, John, I'm just, I sometimes scratch my head. I said, you saved all this money. What are you going to take it out? And they have, they're like speechless. I said, are you going to leave it to someone? I said, okay. I said, what's going to happen is you're going to be miserable of not spending the money. But when you pass, the people you give it to are going to have a big party on your behalf. That's got to be, that's got to turn around a little bit. I need you to enjoy your wealth. And a lot of people don't see that. And the numbers are staggering, John. For somebody in their 50s and 60s, technically the number, so to speak, you need to have in a million dollar plus range. But we find across the board, believe it or not, people that are in the 50s and 60s only have approximately $120,000, $130,000 saved in retirement. Oh, so they're boy. hoping oh, and boy. praying that Social Security doesn't run out or it's not cut back. And we'll talk about that. But yeah. that's another issue, again, because of our government did what they did and uh, kicking the can down the road. And because of interest rates going up and the, our debt continues to go up, we're going to start to see some issues and some cracks in the plan. Okay, you say inflation can quietly and slowly eat away at retirement monies. Correct. If you don't have a solid plan. Right. Okay. What is a solid plan? Well, you know, I, I you've heard me talk about this quite a bit. You know, the bucket theory. I mean, I don't know what you want to call it, but you need to have buckets of money in situations where you have some money that's guaranteed, where you cannot lose at all. The money does not, any loss at whatsoever in market volatility. The market would go, you know, if it increases, it will go increase. And that could be with an index, it could be with a tech fund. It's inside this, this bucket of, so to speak, of money that will increase in value, but when the market turns sour, you get 0%. So that's another bucket called the index bucket. So we put money in there specifically 
so not to lose money. You know, I, I it, believe it or not, John, there are two type of people that I talk about all the time. You have people that have money and people that want money. But if you ask people that have money, and I deal with wealthy people, average people, people that, you know, have a lot of debt, have no debt. And the number one thing that people that have money, their number one concern is, Joe Yankovic, I do not want to lose any of this. I don't want to lose my money, and I don't want to lose my family's money through an inheritance. So that's the first concern of mine, is not to have that person lose money. The person that want money, and then people that want money, they think differently. They're always asking me, what are the people that have money? What do they say? What? How do they think? What are their mindset? And I always explain to them, you know, it's a, it's a way of the way they save a portion goes into a guarantee. And now the other portion of it goes into more of a market conditions. You know, and these are different type of markets. You can have a, you know, different sector in each market you need to be in, but you need to be in in a very diversified, rebalancing market that rebalances itself every quarter because I I ran into someone that started out with a 60-40 blend, 60% equity and 40% bonds. And, and then we started, when I met with her, I said, "You, uh, it's a little different from what you said. What do you mean? It looks to me you're 90% in equities and 10% bonds. How did that happen? And it, they, she just looked at me. She says, I don't know how that happened. I said, well, because the organization or the people you're working with did not rebalance the portfolio. It could go up and it could go really go down dramatically. Yeah. So you need to be rebalancing and having those couple of buckets. And the last bucket we use is a liquidity bucket. Just have enough money sitting in a checking account, John. So if something happened or a roof needed to be fixed or in this case you needed to get a car or down payment, that's the money you would take from to do that. But the other two buckets should be um, pretty much set in stone where you can and to me, I do it all the time. And you know what I'm talking about. You go to the casino, if you make a score, well, you don't you know, throw it right back on the table. You take a little bit off the table what you came with. You put that in the guarantee bucket, and you keep on playing with the, the yeah, house's right. money. Yeah. And that's kind of where we are today because it is a issue of volatility is starting to really pick up substantial steam. And, and that's our biggest concern with people talking to them. Okay, so we kind of did don't number one. How about don't number two? You know, overlooking those taxes and fees and risk, John. I mean, that's why I talk about risk is that could destroy somebody's money very, very quickly. And underestimating that could be really big time on your portfolio. So we need to examine, you know, and I do this as much as I can because of the current tax law. You know, do you believe that taxes will increase or decrease in the future predicated on where we are today? And most of the people I talk to say, Taxes are going to go up. I said, okay, so would it be better to put some of this money into a Roth or convert some of that money into a Roth? And I, and I didn't know I could do that or, you know, I didn't know what an RMD was. So you, you get a lot of people that are, have um, know a few things, but not knowing some of those tax situations can really, really, you know, set you straight because people believe, well, you know, Joe Yakovich, when I get to retirement, I'll be in a lower tax bracket. And I go, well, how do you know that? If the government needs money and we got 150 million people, give or take, in the next 10 years are all going to be over the age of 65, where are they getting that money? Because don't forget that we're not paying into it any longer. Yeah. We're taking it out of it. Yeah. So 
<laughs> you know, no one's ever thought that. You know, we, we've been in this this roller coaster ride. We're going, what happens when? And you got to, and that's why I share with people. I said, you know, we're not looking at just for today. We're looking for stuff in the next five to ten years from today. And there's the really, you know, futuristic and looking at what we have in front of us. Forget politics for a minute, but what the math tells us, it's not showing up in, in our in our favor, the American public. So we need to make some changes so people do not lose, but also able to take advantage of the market also at the same time. Um, we're going to get into uh, the other don'ts and some other things. But I uh, just want to take this time to remind everyone that Joe Yakovich has a couple of books and uh, the other one, Debt Free for Life. Mm -hmm. So there's all kinds of books. Why don't you name the books that you The, the Debt Free for Life book, John, it really taken off for us because we are now we're, we're realizing and, and studying this with my son. People have a lot of debt, John. It's really wild when I ask people because I usually, when I'm talking to people, debt never comes up as a conversation. So we put a book together called Debt Free for Life where we can, and every person's entitled to it. If you have a friend or you yourself are in a situation of debt, the book is probably a 30-minute read, and it really lays out what debt snowballing is. You look it up, debt snowballing, and that's kind of what we go after. We make sure you not only get rid of your debt, but we want to make sure you have money left over of that. So we really focus on that. Bulletproof Your Retirement is a sequel to uh, the book we talked about and had the radio show on, Heart of Your Money. And, and we, we focus on, again, John, Inflation, taxes, concerns of distribution, longevity. You know, nobody's ever thought, John, people are going to make it to 100. You know, it's really ironic because people are living much longer. Longer you live, cost you more. And if inflation continues, your lifestyle starts to decrease. That's not the game plan that you want into. But if you don't plan properly or have a game plan in force, you're in trouble. You are in trouble. There's no question about it. And if they say to you, you know, well, we're going to cut your Social Security back by 70 or 25 percent, how will your lifestyle change? And I, and you'll see this in the, in the Generation Xers and Millenniums. Their concerns are, and you can see this happening, with student debt. Now, John, student debt hinders the individual to save money. That's another, that's a whole other so you understand, worms, yeah. you got it. So I'm, I'm incorporating that conversation when I'm having it, and I'm also incorporating something else that no one's ever talked about, and I'm starting to CC much more. It's that when I'm asking these deep questions, I find things out that I don't know. I don't even want to know, but yet it comes out. They say things to me like, one of my children have a problem uh, with drugs, or he's on hooked. And now you say to yourself, uh-oh. How are those parents dealing with that? Because it's going to cost them and they're going to start to take money out of their savings yeah. to pay for these things for their children. This never happened before, John. John DeMazzi, never happened in my life. But I'm having those deep conversations that we can help you. We can put plans together. We can do a trust. Whatever it may be, I'm here to speak to the, to the majority of people that I speak to every day, and I hear it and see it, and it's not just the first time I'm taking this ride with them. 
I do it myself. I see it myself. I have family members, other family members deep inside my relationships that have issues with their children. And it just, it boggles my mind and how they're dealing with it. It really, they're spending big bucks for these services. So, Oh, oh yeah, I know. People we, don't even we, know. We, used to, we did like hundreds of shows on that. Oh, yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, we are coming up on a break. It's Joe Yakovich Hour. That's what it is here on Talk With a Purpose. Every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. And uh, if you have a question for Joe or you have a financial plan that you're not sure is the right plan, 609-407-1450. That's our number here in the studio, 609-407-1450. Joe and I return. More talk with a purpose in just a moment. Thanksgiving done the right way, the B.F. Mazio way. You do the meal, they'll do the rest. B.F. Mazio, 601 New Road, Northfield, says that's the way to do Thanksgiving. B.F. Mazio has plenty of holiday sides, including mashed sweet potatoes, stuffing, cranberry sauce, vegetable lasagna, stuffed mushrooms, eggplant parmesan, eggplant rollatini, and so much more. Check them out online at bfmazio.com for a complete selection. Happy Thanksgiving from everyone at B.F. Mazio. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group, 856-751-1771, 856-751-1771, or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Back here on Talk With a Purpose, Joe Yakovich is available during the week. You call him at 856 751 1771. That's 856 751 1771. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And when you call, you want to make an appointment with Joe. Look, <laughs> cut to the chase, go right to Lynn. Don't even bother with Joe. You, you'll see him eventually. She's right? a boss. She takes care of, uh, uh, that's what she of the operation, and she does a great job. Of it, I must admit. I want to get back to this just just for a minute. Sure. Debt free for life. Yes, sir. I remember you told me, and I was in your office, and you were explaining this whole debt free for life, and you said to me something about a guy who had nine hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And he had what? What kind of debt did he have? We had a. Uh, you know, we we started to roll this out big time because I started to see a lot of people have debt. And uh, we've been working with a couple of professionals, doctors, et cetera. And uh, we uh, had money invested and so forth with the gentleman. We had really 
taking care of him quite well. And all of a sudden, and I asked him, I said, you know, how much debt do you have? And he said, he looked at me. And I, I don't think he was uh, preparing to answer me because I was like, never had to go into a, a deep conversation about debt. And he said, I have 932000 I went, excuse me? What? And I'm, huh? and, and this guy's <laughs> in his 70s. I go, let's go back here. And then he, then he laid it out for me, what he has in debt. He had some, uh, he was paying for his, uh, his one son's uh, mortgage, a couple of car payments, uh, and also helping him out on the student debt. That's another, again, you see what's happening. Parents are helping out and taking money out of their own savings account to help their children. So this is, a, this is not the first person. Well, to make a long story short, John, when I sat down with him and uh, we looked at it, and you know, don't forget the plan was it, it almost ready to be completioned of what we're doing. So we're ready to complete the plan upon completion of the plan, but we're still a couple pieces we were still missing. And when this is the last piece... And I said, listen, you got this much debt. It's going to take you 19 and a half years or so to get out of debt. And your effective interest cost. Now, this is a, not a fancy word, John, but we all calculate this for everyone. What does it cost you? Not just the amount you pay or amount that you owe. It's, it's, we take that amount that you owe and the amount you pay. And you divide those two together and you get what they call a effective interest cost. This is what the banks and lending institutions are making, which we'll talk about a little later. But understand, in his case, it was close to 38%. And I said, are you receiving 38% and in your investments on a continuous basis? He says, no. I said, well, we need to address that immediately and get you out of that situation as quick as possible. What we did was we put our plan together. We used the SDIC account, which we use as a special design insurance contract. And we got him out of debt in eight and a half years. Eight wow. and a half years so versus... You cut, it, you cut it more than half. Correct. So we, the what he was paying to the banks and the lending institutions for the amount of debt he was paying, done. So, you know, that gives him, for me, in my brain, and, and, and him also in his brain, like, wow, you just took a lot of stress off my shoulders that I had, that I didn't mention, but you can kind of, when you see that happening in front of somebody and you experience that with that individual it's pretty miraculous i mean it really is it's it's exciting for me to see the person not only understand it and say wow you really are going to really move you know my operation or my way of thinking differently and and that's what i did i showed him the numbers i showed the math and uh and and it was an easy easy you know conversation I have after that but it, you, the first and hardest part is what we talk to people all the time go on our website at jml financial group and you will see debt free for life and and learn a little bit about this before you speak with me or or call me you'd be surprised what you'll not only know but i would be more than happy when i meet with you even on the phone before i meet with you i'll give you the book so it will take you 30 or 40 minutes to read. So when you come in the office or, or we have a Zoom, and we do now Zoom meetings all the time, it's surprising, John. And that's what I love about this business. I will not have to, like I used to, actually, and I still do, meet people face-to-face. I can do this, what I'm sharing with you, all over the country in my own comfort of my either my office or my home with a Zoom 
you know, on the computer and really put people through a step-by-step process, how we can get them out of debt in half the time and have a bunch of money left over for them to do whatever they want. If they want to buy more real estate, they want to, you know, uh, take care of their kids' education or they want to just use the money for retirement, that's their option. Okay, we're going to go to the phones. Greg and Abseek. And Greg, you're on with Joe Yakovich. Good morning, Greg. Mr. Zamasi, good morning. Mr. Yakovich, good morning. How are you? Just a question. Doing well. Social Security. Yes, sir. This is my understanding of it. A handshake was made many, many years ago that they were going to save money. We were going to give them money to save for us for eventual retirement. Correct. We find that the lockbox is full of IOUs. Yes. We have an influx of people coming into the country. We're up to, I don't know, 8 million. And the first thing they look towards is, well, we're going to start giving them Social Security. That's El Presidente doing that, apparently, or trying to. I'm now involved with people that say, no, no, that's not going to happen. And we're fighting it. Where are we in reality as far as Social Security, honestly? They call it a benefit. It's not a benefit. It's a bank account that was established for citizens, by citizens, that was managed by the government. Which, apparently, they're not doing a very good job of managing it. What redress do we have when they start cutting it? Well, I, I will I will say to you, you are point on. Um you know, and they, and you've heard many conversations numbers of years ago to actually put some of that into uh, an index or the stock market. So that was a, a seemed like a good idea, but who was going to do it? Again, and you're absolutely right. They've been kicking this can down the road. Now, to us, you're going to start to see this in not too foreseeable future. They're going to change the game, meaning they're going to either going to take more from us now. And they're going to extend that from, you know, right now for most people, it's 66, 65, 66, 67. And they're going to extend that to 70 for full Social Security benefit. Well, I'm, I, I extended it myself. Correct. I continued to work. Correct. I had a company up until 78, and I had to close it because of circumstances at home. But you're, you're an anomaly. Remember, you... I, 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 you're the person I'd love to hang with because you kind of get it. You still work it. You still do side hustle. You're still part of the, you know, in the in the system of making money and, and keeping yourself active. Not everyone f- follows that. And the people you're talking about don't follow the same, like you and I have. You know, for us, you know, <laughs> some of us don't have a problem of continuing to do what we do because we love what we do. And that's that's a whole side conversation. Exactly. I always talk to people all the time. I was talking to a gen- gentleman yesterday. I said, and that's the new groovy word now. It's called side hustle. You know, it, we, we got a, you know, second job. No, no, it's a, called a side hustle. I think that's a cooler word than saying, you know, we got a second job. But the side hustle for people like you and I, we can do something. And, and if you think about this, it's, it should be. I mean, you, you worked all your life in a profession and now all of a sudden you're stepping down. I mean, you could play so much golf and, and you know, read and, and whatever, but I still believe your best years are in front of you because you're, you're, the, you're the smartest in that particular profession 
ever because of all the years you've worked into it. So for me and for you, people like you, working longer is a good thing. If their health can substantiate that. But that, but getting back to what you're saying, they are talking about, and don't kid yourself, in the next 10 years, to cut this bad boy back at least 25%. So don't be shocked of them doing it, number one. They're going to tax it. Now they're taxing it 50%, 85 They're going to tax it 100%. Or they're going to raise the, the minimums, you know, what we're paying right now, both, you know, an employer, an employee, you, you, you split that cost up, but that's going to be risen. Um, so there's a number of ways to keep it going. And it is not a Ponzi scheme because, yes, you are right. We paid into it, and it's just sad that we don't have no choice of paying in or not paying into it. I mean, I would like to say, you know what, we were forced to pay it into it, and let's just put it into a, you know, a checking account or a savings account, and we would have done better with ourselves and having the government and anytime the government puts their hands on things you know it's a nightmare i, I just uh, you know good or bad or ugly it just is what it is because we've seen that in the past so but you're right it, it is a a system that's going to have some cracks and it will be changed no question in my mind um, i think it's still going to be there because people are paying into it but remember what i said in my own my early dialogue you're going to have 140 or give or take 50 million people in the next 10 years. That's why I'm always talking about the next 10 years. I can't see further than that. What will it be like with all the folks like you and I that will be in our 60s or 70s, more 70s-ish or you know, in that range that are taking money out of these plans and not putting enough into the plans, that's where it starts to get really hazy. That's the scary part. And what's going to be for those type of people behind us on how they're going to deal with this? Because they're still picking money up from all of them, all the Generation Xers and Millenniums. That's that's the, the, the issue we're faced with today. All right, Greg, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. <clears throat> Makes a good point, though, John. Yes, but it, it does. Is, yeah. it, it's, yeah. an, it's an issue with all of us. And people don't... And if you think about it, John, the math, the math... When I say to people, I say that you got to have at least a million, million two to comfortably retire, and they don't have that. But if you factor in what Social Security is paying that individual and the wife, that's over a million dollars. If you if you look at it from that standpoint, because they're yeah. pulling off, you know, if it's thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars a year. If you look at that from the standpoint of living, you know, thirty years into retirement, at least twenty five, thirty years and plus. You, that's a lot of money that, you know, you, that if you add that up, it's a million dollars plus. So we want to make the right decisions, especially for Social Security recipients. So they have the the maximum. But again, it goes into what we said earlier. Are you in good health? You know, what type of income are you getting? Is your wife working, your spouse working, whatever. So that's kind of stuff we would talk about. After the break, we're going to do don't number four. Yep. Speaking of Social Security, <laughs> yeah, that's what it's about. It is Talk of the Purpose every Saturday, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. Joe, of course, is uh, JML Financial and his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. And if you want to talk to him right now, 609-407-1450, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. 
More after these words. If you're interested in driving one of the finest automobiles on the market today, then you'll want to check out all of the fabulous new and pre-owned Lexus at Lexus of Atlantic City. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Driving a Lexus is like no other vehicle on the market. Test drive one for yourself at Lexus of Atlantic City. Whether it's new or pre-owned, you'll be more than satisfied. In fact, Lexus is consistently number one when it comes to customer satisfaction. Visit Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. Or you can check out their outstanding selection of new, pre-owned, and L-certified pre-owned vehicles on their website, LexusofAtlanticCity.com. That's LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Or, if you want more information, call 609-641-0008. Lexus of Atlantic City, now celebrating their 26th year in the area. A dealership that you'll enjoy. No pressure, no gimmicks, no hassle, no hype. Lexus of Atlantic City, 3169 Fire Road and EHT. And remember, always online at LexusofAtlanticCity.com. Your WPG Atlantic City Electric AccuWeather forecast for South Jersey. This afternoon is going to be warmer with sunshine, the high 58. We've got a star-studded sky to stroll by tonight, but you might want to bundle up. Lows give it a 29 degrees. Plenty of sunshine tomorrow, high 50 to wrap the weekend. Come Monday, plenty of sunshine when you get back at it with a high 56. Looking windy and plenty of sun on Tuesday, high 57. I'm AccuWeather's Ruth O'Brien on WPG Talk Radio 95.5. And we are back here on Talk with a Purpose. Joe Yakovich is our guest, as he is uh, every couple of weeks here on the show. Joe Yakovich, during the week, JML Financial Group is his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. That's the website. And if you want to reach him, you just call 856-751-1771. You want to make an appointment to sit down with Joe, he'll do it over Zoom, he'll do it over the phone, he'll do it in person, whatever you want. He'll do it. But it's important that you really meet him to go over your situation and you'll find out how you can improve it. 856-751-1771 is his number. 856-751-1771. And it is Joe Yakovich, jmlfinancialgroup.com. It is Talk With a Purpose, and Joe is our guest here every Saturday. We're here 9 till noon, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5, 609-407-1450. We're going to... Go over this don't number four. The last one to don't. And we we were talking about Social Security. And you're <laughs> you're going to give a statistic. And I, I really, I'm reading this, but I don't believe it. I mean, this is incredible. So why don't you go over Well, this? you know what? People really don't believe it because, I, and unfortunately, they you can't ask the people from Social Security. They're not allowed to give you the information. And, and what happens is people ask their friends, the lady at the church, someone at Starbucks, the Wawa, you know, and that's not the way you're supposed to. Every person, it's completely different than the other folks that I talk to. But according to Forbes magazine, John, 96% of Americans make mistakes in filing. For those making mistakes, the average cost for them is 111000 over retirement. Uh, I mean, think about what I'm saying to you. So our concerns is how do you shelter your money to grow? And, and with Social Security, picking the right one. Are you healthy? Do you have longevity in your family? What are you making? What is your spouse making? Is your spouse still alive? And is she divorced? I mean, there's a lot of so many different variables when you're dealing with Social Security. Um, the gentleman before, Greg, 
you know, we're big believers of taking it 70. I mean, that's the maximum you're able to achieve from Social Security because it gives you an 8% increase from someone taking it at 66 or 67 and taking it 70. Will it be around? Absolute. And how much? I don't know how they're going to cut this. But again, it's going to cost us more money to have Social Security. So, again, it's protecting us against the rising costs for health care. That's, that's why I asked or make suggestions, take Social Security later so some of these inflationary situations are going to be faced with is covered at the maximum. So we're big believers of taking all these factors in, John, and making sure one of the factors of taking and maxing out Social Security when and when they get into retirement and looking at all the variables that deals with it. Okay, we got a phone call from your buddy, John in Ocean City. John, good morning. You're on with Joe Yakovich. Finally, John here. You're a little late, John. I'm, I'm going I'm to deduct you. Let's put a little deduction next to your name, a little check off that box. Oh, uh, I'm on your S. S with a T list. I'm going to put you on the. I'm going to put you on the. On the stand. On the. On the bench for a player too. So go ahead, shoot, shoot it, baby. Okay, now. And the economic bottom drops out of the economic tsunami comes in and sweeps everything away. Well, you better be healthy enough to sink a pipe and have an old-timey uh, water hand pump affixed to the top of it. And make sure when you dig for your outhouse, you don't mix it with your drinking water, okay? <laughs> or we could, build, we could build an Iroquois longhouse out in the middle of the Alaskan wilderness, <laughs> right? Uh, but, uh, you know, all that all that uh, malarkey being said. <laughs> I mean, okay, Roth IRA, I've never heard anything negative about the Roth IRA. It's a way of guarding your money and growing your money at the same time. Now, that's just one thing in your portfolio for your customers. But could you just give a, re- a brief retelling, because I'm thick, a brief retelling of how you help people grow besides the Roth IRA, in addition to the Roth IRA, how you help a person guard their money and grow it at the same time? Thanks. You know, you must be, I tell you the one thing, you and I, I I'm, we're going to go over his house. We're going to go over John's house in Ocean City. We're going to find where he lives and stand out and, and pick at his house and say, he's the guy I want to be hanging out with. John, <laughs> you, you've almost... It was a layup with a 10-foot ladder. Roth IRA is the way to convert it or buy new, depending on what I call new money and old money. New money is what you're putting away each and every year. Old money is old money. You have in 401Ks, 403Bs, deferred comps, et cetera, et cetera. You can convert to a Roth. And if you do convert to a Roth, John, just understand something. You pay the tax now, 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 because of the... It's ordinary income tax to you. So you seed it. You do a little bit at a time so you, you don't increase your overall tax efficient. And I want to talk about that because there's a two different type of tax code that we all have. And people need to be aware of that. But the Roth IRA, now the question becomes, John, where do we put the Roth IRA? I, you know, putting it away is cool. But now where do we put it? Because you can definitely lose money inside a Roth IRA because we can put it in a portfolio or stocks, bonds, whatever, or you can put it into some of the vehicles that we use where you have no losses and downside protection. So that's one of the reasons. The second thing, John, and you've always come up with some of these people, the, all the, the Rockefellers and the Kennedys and all the people, the super wealthy, super, super wealthy people that you and I are both friends with, what they do, John, they buy, believe it or not, called, and they usually use it, in a very sophisticated way, but it's a simple, simple way. They call it a family trust, and they use life insurance, John, under the tax code, legal tax code. You could put money away into a life insurance policy, and you don't need to do it for the reasons of a death benefit. 
You do it because you're able to put money away and not pay tax on the money. When you put it in, you can withdraw the money tax-free. It gets a guaranteed interest rate, a dividend if you're dealing with a mutual company, not a stock company, and you get an interest rate on it, John. So there's a conservative way to compound compound interest, the second, seventh wonder of the world, which you're well aware of, to do that. Now, you might say, well, Joe Yakovich, I can't get it because of insurability. Well, John, hold on for a second. It depends on your insurability. It's not like long-term care. They ask you different questions. When you're dealing with life insurance, they ask you a total other different questions. Will you have longevity regardless if someone's disabled? You still can get life insurance and have it put away on an ongoing basis and withdraw that money anytime you want tax-free. This is legal. All the major, major wealthy people, all of them, do this. In globs, I mean, in globs, I mean, you know, the Disneys, you know, the Ray Crocs of the world. If you look up and you do some research, people will see what I'm talking about. And if you don't believe me, you can you can see it right now. You can look up wage statistics, wage statistics, and it will tell us how much people are making in this country. So we need to divert our thought processes, putting money away where you cannot. You cannot be taxed on it. It's a, it's, and it's not illegal, but it's you understand, John, in my profession, in the world that I live in, I'm going to kind of pull out, pull back the curtain here. You got people that manage money, and I'm sure they do a great job at it. But you also have a bunch of folks on the other side of the fence that all they talk about is insurance, insurance, insurance. Well, unfortunately or fortunately, I learned this profession, luckily, working in the Wall Street environment. And I always thought, man, this is easy, but it's not easy because I don't do anything anymore, John. I don't trade stocks or commodities. I give it to a guy like John DeMazzi, which works for a big company, and determine if he's a good guy or his company is doing what they're supposed to do and it's financially strength, I'm going to use his company company to give my clients money to him and his company so they can manage portfolios for us. Then you have another person that has understanding about, you know, insurance and how life insurance works, how disability works, how health insurance works, how all these other insurances. It just so happens, John, I put both of them together long ago, not knowing this day was going to come. So when you combine both of those sides together, John, to have some risky investments of the of we call the casino money, and then you have some guaranteed money that you could have Roth IRAs in that money, and you combine those together, then if the market goes up, I know where to pick up the money. If the market goes down, I know where to find the best place to pull that money out. So it's a culmination of two ways, you know, having two buckets of money that are kind of competing against each other for distribution and for accumulation purposes, especially the conversation with Roth, Anytime I can put the money in a way that I pay no tax on it, it's great. But remember something, John. If people don't have this, remember, the law has changed. If you're moving the money from the parents to the children, they're going to have to take the money out over 10 years. Now, you say, what's that mean? Well, what that mean is the, the parent never got a chance to spend it. And the, and the, and the children, it used to have, you can postpone it for the rest of their life, a lifetime situation. Now you need 10 years. Well, why is that important? Because the government's got us because they're going to force that person, the 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 uh, the child of the parent that, the, that passed, 
that take that money out, which will drive them, their tax bracket, up. That's how they're getting their money, John. They're getting the money because they're going to transfer that wealth to the to the children. And over 10 years, they're going to be forced to take the money out over 10 years. So Roth, you avoid that completely, 100% completely. The money transfers zero tax-free. So tax-free is the way to go if and because of our uncertainty with where taxes are going. Okay, we're going to talk about how the banks make money. You're going to love this This one. is This is really a great discussion. You're going to love 609-407-1450, our number here in the studio. It is Talk With a Purpose, Saturdays, 9 till noon, WPG Talk Radio 95.5. I'm John DeMassey with Joe Yakovich. Joe is JML Financial. His website is jmlfinancialgroup.com. We'll talk more with Joe. And if you have a question, 609-407-1450. I'm John DeMassey. We're both coming back after these words. When it comes to you and your family's financial wellness, there are so many things to talk about. We could go on forever. To help guide you along the way, Joe Yakovich has written a book called The Heart of Your Money, Inspiration for Financial Wellness. In the book, Joe talks about longevity, inflation, retirement surprises, and many other topics. For your free copy of The Heart of Your Money, call the office of Joe Yakovich at JML Financial at 856-751-1771 or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. For over 37 years, Joe Yakovich has been helping families throughout the area navigate the difficulties of a sound financial plan. You'll find Joe's approach to be different and not just the cookie-cutter methods that are prevalent in today's world. The path to your financial wellness and or retirement starts with a call to Joe Yakovich at JML Financial Group. 856-751-1771. 856-751-1771. Or email Joe at jayakovich at brokersifs.com. Joe Yakovich is registered with and securities and investment advisory services are offered through Brokers International Financial Services, LLC, member SIPC. Brokers International Financial Services, LLC is not an affiliated company. We are back here on Talk with a Purpose. Joe Yakovich is available during the week. 856-751-1771. That's 856-751-1771. You may want to write that down because, well, I'll get it later. And then, you know, <laughs> 3 o'clock this afternoon, you say, what, what was that number again? I, I forget. <laughs> 856-751-1771. And his website, jmlfinancialgroup.com jmlfinancialgroup.com and you want to talk to Joe Yakovich during the week and really straighten out your finances. 609-407-1450 we have time for one or two more quick calls if you have any uh, but we're going to talk now briefly about how the banks make money. Well, that's a that's a great opening uh, or a close of a, of a show. You know, banks are charging us all of us, our merchants, this year uh, $126 billion, as a B, in credit card processing fees in 2022. And that's why they love credit cards, the banks. That's why they offer us these kickbacks of 1.5 cashbacks on purchases. So people use their credit card again and again and again and again. And, they, and this is cuts into every purchase, often about 3%. Uh, from the merchant. So most people pay off their, their balances, but not the big purchases, not the, the car purchases or not the uh, uh, the student loan purchases or not the big fat purchases where they're, you know, they're 
not be able to do the, the ten or fifteen or twenty thousand dollar purchases. And again, that's why we always talk about this debt free for life. If I can get people out of debt as fast as possible, that the banks don't make that. I'm a hero, and I'm helping people so much more and quicker to be able to get them out of, out of debt. So that's one of the things that we talk about. So that's how much these banks are making. I need people to really be aware of that. So when I'm talking to you about effective interest costs, and you see, you know, you're, you're giving the bank over a course of this time 20, 30, 40 percent. If you're getting that on an ongoing basis, then fine. But that's not the case here today. You know, your son did a... a a debt calculation for me. Yep. What was your number? Seventy-seven percent. Okay. Are you getting seventy? I don't think so. No. So, <laughs> but you want to? So I got to get out of debt real fast. Correct. That's a number one because that's it, putting money back in your pocket and, and everything else. Just kind of, you know, it changes. It changes the whole mindset when you're getting. When you don't have debt, you have to worry about that because that's something that can kind of sneak up on you and really hurt you down the road. Let's talk about wage statistics. Yes. Um, why is it important for people to know this stuff? Well, when I talk about wage statistics, John, these are wages that affect our taxes. That's why I'm always talking about people about, you know, what should you have and how do you should invest. You know, most Americans over the age of 65 filing jointly now and making, I'm just using some flat out numbers, 150000 of income, you are and you would be in the 22% marginal income tax bracket in 2024, but your effective tax rate is only about 10.69%. And I'm going to show you the match here so people know exactly when they go into this. You have a standard deduction for husband and wife. It's about right this year, it's it's going to be uh, 32000 So you pay no money, no tax, I should say, on the first 32000 Then the first 10%, anything over Twenty three thousand, you pay twenty three hundred, and then the following tax bracket increases to twelve percent, and that's on seventy one thousand, and then at the last component uh, that you have is in a twenty two bracket, and if you look at that, and I'm using one hundred fifty thousand dollars, that's about twenty three thousand. So you add up all that dollars from the ten percent, from the twelve, and the twelve percent, you only pay a little bit on each. Your effective tax rate is more like 10%. How you do that, you take all the taxes you pay, and in this case, 16,000, and you divide it into 150, and that becomes the effective tax rate on somebody's money, making 150. So when you tell me, oh, I'm in the 25 or 20, no, you're not. You're in the 10% bracket, the effectiveness. Now, the question becomes, when you take the money out, that's a different animal. That's where we start to understand, will they start to change these tax brackets and it's talked of changing them in the next two years under the under the Trump tax law change. So in the twenty twenty six, January one, the tax brackets go back to what they used to be. So that's what I'm always talking about people and said, listen, you gotta change the game here. If you're gonna do a Roth, this is the perfect time to do the Roth because we are in the lowest tax environment we've been in in, in many, many years. So that's just where the smart money is. I don't care how you invest your money, but if you have 401, 403B, 457s, all those government plans, you want to try to get as much of those dollars into conversion to Roth now. So eventually, when those tax brackets go up down the road, you will not be caught paying the highest amount of tax. You'll be able to, you'll be now paying it the lowest, 
the lowest. Plus, you do it on a smaller basis, and you do it as as you see fit. Not when someone else is forcing you to take the money out. You take your time on doing it, and specifically not put yourself in a higher tax bracket. That's the real key here. Okay, let's let's discuss if anybody wants to meet you. Yep. A five six seven five one one seven seven one. Let's discuss what do you, <clears throat> what do you do, what do you talk about, and how do you help them in the initial consultation? Well, the first time I talked to them, John, like all, and all the appointments, and I and I, have, I phrase it like this: it's like dating. You know, um, <laughs> I know it sounds a kind of weird, but it's like dating someone. You want you want to get a feel for me. I want to get a feel for you. You want to understand my philosophy. I want to find out how you think and what your philosophy is, and what you're trying to you know, what you're trying to achieve. What your optimum goal is. Is there anything I should be aware of? Are you moving? Are you going to get married? Are you going to leave the state and go someplace else? Is there any uh, children you have to continue to take care of? Is there any uh, you know any of those questions? I I want to get on the on my paper or get it out and open so I kind of look at where and what they want me to do and focus on those type of things. So that that's the real concern is asking those tough questions, John, not, and I don't, John, honestly, if I sat down with somebody, it would take me five minutes to get all their financial stuff. But that doesn't give me the real story of that individual. Yeah. That just give me the numbers. But now I'm going to find out, you know, they plan on selling their home and moving someplace else or, or they have two children they want to, they still want to take care of, or one's a disabled I mean, it's so many different questions that it comes out of it. But that's why I'm always asking, where are you from? How was it growing up? Was it difficult? How was it when you were dealing with money? And, and you'd be surprised what you hear, all those uh, those those fun questions. I and have. that's going to put the wraps on another edition of Talk With a Purpose. Don't forget, Joe Yakovich, 856-751-1771 is his number. His website, jmlfinancialgroup.com. I'm John DeMassey. Thanks for listening. We'll, uh, well, Seth Grossman in for me next week. And Thanksgiving the following week, I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Talk with a purpose, WPG, Talk Radio 95.5. You take care. The preceding program was paid for and presented by John DeMassey.